Yes, this is Micah of Micah Media, and you're listening to Apostasy Now. So, so um, what you should look forward to is keep watching the sky. Eventually, uh, an asteroid will come that's enough to just to just scorch the Earth down to uh, down to the bedrock. Uh, you know, that's what we can hope for. Sterilize the Earth down to the bedrock. Maybe a couple of bacteria survive, and in another five billion years, something better will come along. In which case, the sun will go to supernova. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. You know, um, it's true. You are abusive. Your, your, your listeners, you're just abusing the fuck out of them. On YouTube, it's just uh, Micro Media, but it's just the URL just has Micro in it. Uh, on Twitter... My guru, M Y K E R U. Yeah, well, you know, I try to tell people that there's this light at the end of the tunnel, but really, honestly, there is no hope. There's no hope for these people. They're gonna, they're gonna go in everywhere, shit on the floor, knock stuff over. Um, you know, whatever, whatever your hobby is. I mean, if your, if your hobby is model trains. The next thing you know, social justice warriors are going to start coming in and tell you that HO scale is sexist and you've got to do something about it. Yes, this is Micro of Micro Media and you're listening to Apostasy Now. And they say that like it's a bad thing. I think that's one take. Fuck it, I'm going to do it again. I'll be in my trailer. Alrighty then, and uh, keep in touch. Okay, take care. So how the hell are you going to edit all this down? If you come after me, if you so much as lay a finger on me... You talk too much. (gasps) You can't shoot me. Why not? You're not one of the good guys. And as of today, you're utterly worthless to the bad guys. Because I'm very much a skeptic. More, I'm, I'm more of a skeptic than I am an atheist. I mean, atheist is a conclusion based on my skepticism. You'll have to come like a little child to the foot of the cross. That attitude is what is responsible for the rise of atheism. That's not what Islam is all about. Islam is peace. What is the penalty for leaving the Muslim faith? With a death penalty. Thank you. This is apostasy now. For people to get the information correct before they start yap, yap, yapping. Get ready to root for the bad guys. Because with the evidence, the only evidence. So what are topics for today? I forgot. Hello? Hey, Reed. Hey. Hey, sorry, I hung up on Brian by habit. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> totally an accident. I mean, habit. <laughs> Reaper, are we doing Reaper tonight as well? I don't think so. I'm too fucking tired. Okay. Fucking burned out. Then I will do schoolwork. Yay. You do that. Oh, yeah. We're all growing up. 
<laughs> I don't feel like it. I'm fucking. I'm also tired, but that's because I was up late drinking, and I probably shouldn't have been. Oh man, dude! After you came Why? on last night, Anton, I still we stayed on for like three more hours. I'm not shocked, but yeah, I yeah, we we had other stuff to do. <laughs> and me and Jim argued about socialism. Oh right, because he's not yeah. socialist. <laughs> oh, is he? I don't get it. It's funny when you say we had a nice conversation, a bunch of us, about socialism. Somebody yeah. didn't like it. Yeah. So like, are you socializing with somebody? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad, uh, yes, uh, But, Brian, we don't have any specific topics. I just wanted to kind of have some time to get caught up with you guys a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, I'm you... sorry. I'm sorry I haven't been reporting to you as planned. <laughs> I'm, surprised yeah. An- I'm surprised Anton hasn't already dropped the call when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> No topics. Boop. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, because because we, we have to have topics when you're on. Well, I'm, I'm the added topic, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can talk about like the Baltimore riots if you guys want to have a pleasant conversation. <laughs> the rebellion. You know what's so funny about that is I I had really no idea what was going on because I was in Egypt at the time. So I I just every once in a while saw on my Twitter feed when I had internet access like you know hashtag Baltimore riots. It's like fuck happened in baltimore and then um i eventually learned but it, it was so slow the pieces of information i pieced together that every, like obviously the world kept going and yeah i just i never really yeah got oh and i saw the guys oh no i saw the guy's name first and i had no clue why that was around and then i also saw baltimore rights but i didn't know the two were connected so i was like why why are these two her but and i didn't the access wasn't good enough to just, you know, use full-blown websites because I tried a few times and it just wouldn't load. So, well, the white guy in me was like, "What game did I miss? Who lost?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. I've never understood riding over a sporting event. Uh, I guess people get pissed off and throw shit. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm not into anything that much. Yeah, yeah, I mean, where I'm like chucking fucking bottles at walls and shit. Yeah, I don't get it when they do that when the team wins. They destroy, like, the buses in the city, like, in San Francisco. Yeah. They, they do kind that. They're ripping oh, up man. the fucking seats in the stadium and chucking them at people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking throwing hot dog carts down the stairs. They threw a they fucking bike rack through a front of a brand-new bus in San Francisco <laughs> when the Giants won. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like, wow. fuck yeah, break the city. We're winners. Watch. <laughs> Watch us <laughs> <it> win. <laughs> Just fucking like knocking over fucking convenience stores and shit, being like, "Don't worry, we're gonna bail out. Our team's number one." Yeah, our team made enough money; we could pay for all this public yeah. transit. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to ride to the game. The games are over. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go outside and set a fire. Yeah, but you know that's what the black community needs to do: is wait till a game is about to have a riot, and then use that to coincide with their own cause. Then they'll have a bunch of white people out there. Yeah. <laughs> And pick them all out. <laughs> Drop the bomb. Yeah, that's good planning. <laughs> Didn't they? White they people would totally fall for it. Yeah, we would. we're dumb. <laughs> what happened? Let's go. This is awesome. Fuck yeah! Yeah, just get like, buy like a six pack of cores and show up. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bunch of club kids out there, like turn down for what? Fuck yeah! <laughs> that, so what's, up the, what's up what's up with the mad max movie is that a feminist movie or is that uh is that uh what's going on with i don't that? know it looks balls ass awesome though i haven't seen it so i heard the men's right back to the store all pissed off about it really? hey you know what they're acting like a bunch of girls actually <laughs> well uh, there's I always that movie looks awesome <laughs> what's to be mad about just like anything you pin 
anything that can be pinned to movement, you'll always have people who get upset about too much. <laughs> is it wrong? Yeah. Is it wrong to say men's rights activists are acting like a bunch of bitches? <laughs> <laughs> well, you just lost your card. <laughs> you just lost your card. Oh no! I think I lost my card on both sides with that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'll unite them, and then let's kill them. Down. Now they'll be riots against Reap. Yeah. <laughs> Hold them down. Now Piss. they get Respotnik in there as their leader. History records a man named Reed Payton as the man who unified feminists and men's rights activists. I'm the United cause, common enemy. They got, got Reap up on a cross, and he's like, I did this for you. I'm going to be the first time that happened. <laughs> no, I could actually see this happening, though. I could see someone or something, like, like I, could, I could see Dean and then, uh, I don't know, who's uh, Amanda Marcon, is that her name? Like, like holding hands in front of a, you know, a background at a press conference, like... <laughs> We both hate this guy, and our hatred for him is greater than our hatred for each other. So take him down. Yeah, he's he's my enemy is my friend. Yep. Um, <laughs> that yeah, would be funny. funny if something like that's how we should always refer to both those sides from now on. Just like whatever derogatory thing is for the other side, just use that on them. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max has never really been my thing growing up. I had some cousins that were really into it. I don't give a shit. The new movie looks amazing. Yeah, that's all it is. It's, it's a, a movie. Race, if it's, it's, if it's, it's a fucking car chase made of explosions. How cool is that? Oh, I admit that's cool. Fuck. I just still don't feel like paying for it, so we might see it at the WGA. But um, I just don't care. <laughs> as much as I don't like the guy who played Bane, I know oh, like, come on. Brian, Brian loves him because he does impressions. <laughs> as long as Brian doesn't start doing impressions yeah. again. Uh, he already <laughs> did. <laughs> Go over there. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like my impression? Yours sounds more like Sean Connery. <laughs> That's true. Well, he's yeah. kind of like it's like a British old guy in a cup. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Sean Connery a little bit. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I, I was if Bane was like drunk, he would sound like Sean Connery. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, would, I need some Werther's originals. <laughs> the Bane voice is only fun with long words. It's not fun with short words. You're right. Probably doesn't know any long words. That's why the fucking impression doesn't work. I'm like uh, chicken salad. I'm a monopia. Salad is not a long word, Brian. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. Now I can right, so see. Read a, you should do that thing where I, I don't know if you guys have seen this. This is a while ago now, but um, fuck, it was a commercial and um, James Old Jones and like Malcolm McDowell read actual text conversations people had. So you should do yeah. something like where you, you just pick a transcript or something and just read it in that voice. Like, I want to read all my school books in that voice and say uh, it. <laughs> because I would much rather listen to Bane read me like stuff in my textbooks than me reading it with a voice in my head. I, I think it's a great idea. Read, read something scientific <laughs> like from Dawkins or something. Read all the big words with the. the you could do a voice. whole long series of Bane reads with Brian Allen or something. And just, <laughs> just picture. Well, I'm just looking at my newsfeed right now, and it's like commemorating brutal torture and sacrifice <laughs> every morning. The only way that'd be cool is if you were taking English literature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm reading Shakespeare and shit. Yeah. yeah. Watch more. Of the I mean, fucking that dude could make a lot of money just reading books 
for yeah. Audible in the Bane voice. <laughs> and they're just like, all right, listen, it's going to be Bane reads everything. Like Sherlock Holmes. King, fucking... Bane reads Stephen King. Yeah, Bane reads Stephen King. <laughs> Bane reads all this stuff. I would buy books then. I would buy them on Audible just for that. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? Um, I don't I remember who did it. I think it was Funny or Die or Sony, but someone did um, Gilbert Gottfried reads Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, my God. I had a laugh that for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't do his voice, but it was like just imagine him like my breasts are you know. Well, you got to kind of sound like a duck. Yeah. To do that yeah. voice, <laughs> and he gets all. Eh. I can't. I can't even do his voice at all. Audible.com presents Fifty Shades of Grey, the erotic best-selling novel read by Gilbert Gottfried. My inner goddess has stopped dancing and is staring too, open-mouthed and drooling slightly. Hear it the way it was meant to be heard. Keep still, he orders, and slowly he inserts his thumb inside me, rotating it around and around, stroking the front wall of my vagina. No fisting, you say. Anything else you object to? I agree to the fisting, but I'd really like to claim your ass! Famed voice actor Gilbert Gottfried gives a reading that can only be described as sensual. Holy fuck is this wrong! But holy hell, is it erotic? <laughs> what happened to Reap? Did you drop him? You there again? Fell out. His phone might have died. Reap? It's calling him back in a second. It'll ring. Because his picture's wet, I guess I can't see the... Uh... <clears throat> He's like, I hung up on you for a reason. Okay. Hey, what's up? Yeah, my phone's the ball. Uh-oh. I go back and pick back up people. It's a signal issue, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you hear the sound of crashing your hand, it'll only be a second. Uh-huh. Oh, it's like the old days. <laughs> yeah. Except my office is way more in the back now. <laughs> So he's not killing anyone. So, so the audience knows he's not killing anyone. Yeah. Uh, or at least that's what we're going to tell you. <laughs> Can't believe we're already back at him doing podcasts from his job. <laughs> a good sign. Yeah, that was fun back in the day when we do apartment J and he would be at work and we would just be talking here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my office, I have a real office in the back, a real like, quiet office and here's the quiet office. Mm-hmm. So what else has been going on besides we've already so we've already solved the riots. <laughs> uh, we've solved the men's rights versus women's rights. After you and I solved trans issues the other yeah, day. Yeah, we solved trans issues the other day. And like yeah, five we minutes. made sure the movie theaters make the money. Yeah. Because we could tie them all together if Bane was on CNN talking about the riots and how feminists and men's rights activists were behind it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a writing prompt on like Reddit. <laughs> Like, all right, write a story based on this idea. <laughs> well, so what have you guys been up to? It's been a while since I've talked to you guys each. Um, um, Reek, we'll, st- we'll start with you since we've been talking about your work already. How are you doing? I'm doing good at work. Work's good. He's gambling and making money and shit. Yeah, I make money, actually. I made enough money to pay for my rent. <laughs> <laughs> and the place looks awesome. Like, yeah. the pictures that you've shown, that looks like a neat place. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> now, you just gotta, <laughs> now, now you just gotta win a car. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm going to win next. <laughs> is it too early to start? Is it too early to start drinking? No, I don't believe um, in that. That's... It's one thirty, so I think that's okay. Right? It is here, but it's not there. In, the only time it's too early <laughs> is if you just rolled off of the couch and knocked cans off of your chest. 
that was like an little... hour ago. So I should be good. <laughs> yeah, if you cleaned up the cans, Brian, it's time to start drinking again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I took out that trash bag, got a fresh one. <laughs> so you're like in charge of the team that you're working with there, right? You're, you're like management for what you do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's actually a better job than I had before. So we're fun. Right. Awesome. Yeah, I got a full crew and uh, budget and good equipment. And, yeah. Pretty stoked. Good pay. How's your apartment? Uh, my room is nice. Better than the other room I had. The other room I left, and the dude didn't want to give me my money back. So I um, oh, man. I, was, I was as polite as possible to him, you know. But then he was being a dick. I'm like, dude, what do you? Why are you being a dick to me? He's like, I'm trying to be polite to you. He's like yelling at me. <laughs> the key to politeness like, is volume. I'm like, really? That's not. Do not yelling at me is not being polite. First of all. Second of all, give me 50 bucks. We'll call it even, right? Because he owed me like 100 bucks on my, on my rent because I was getting the fuck out of there because I found another room around was the corner. The, was it the, the hotel or were you just renting a room from somebody? This is a hotel, hotel, okay. motel thing. But around the corner, they've got this place called Cheryl's Motels and Apartments, right? So they had a room open and it's like, it's in downtown, but it's like really like a nice little, like it's tucked away from the street. Mm-hmm. So it's really like quiet and cool. And, and the rooms are a lot nicer than what I had before. And there's not a little bit of hookers walking around. So I was everything like, has oh, a well, that's, yeah, yeah, too bad. <laughs> there's a downside <laughs> <Yeah>. to everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So it was available, right? But I had to pay for it right then. And I just won money the day before. So I was like, cool, I can pay for it. And I can pay the deposit and everything. So I just paid for it. And I figured the other dude would, you know, I didn't want all my money back. But I figured I'd go like 50 bucks. We'll, we'll call it even. He's like, no, no refunds. I'm like, you can rent the room out. It's like before the weekend. I'm like, you can rent the room out. You know, I don't give a shit. 50 bucks, we'll call you. No, fuck you. He's like, I don't care. Fuck you. I'm not giving you money back. So I was like, fucking dick. So I just called my bank and said, hey, there's bed bugs in my room. So I had to leave. I gave the dude the key back. I want to fucking dispute the fucking charge. And they're giving him my money back. 100 bucks. So he can suck my <laughs> so dick. then the guy gets fucked. <laughs> yeah, he can, go suck, he can go suck his own dick now. Fuck him. <laughs> I told him I told him, remember this, because this is going to come back to buy you on that. So remember this conversation, motherfucker. And nobody puts me off with fucking 100 bucks. Fuck you. I kind of like, see, when people do that stuff to you, like try to screw you over, I kind of want to just like send them copies of the podcast where we talk about previous <laughs> people that have fucked you over and what living hell they're going through right now. <laughs> You're just a fucking idiot, man. I told him, dude, I'm cool, but you're going to be a dick. Fine. I can be a dick too, you know? And guys, the guy was an asshole to me the whole time I was there. He never had to clean my room. I changed my own fucking sheets. I asked him for fucking soap and toilet paper. He goes, I don't have any toilet paper. Throw some a couple bars of fucking hotel soap on the cabinet. On the counter, he goes, here. I'm like, fuck you. Instead of toilet, wait, did, did you say he gave you soap instead of toilet paper? Yeah, well, I asked for soap and toilet paper. He gave me soap. Okay. I, I was, was like, like, here. He's like, just you take need a toilet shower. paper. Here's soap. Wash it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the toilet's right beside the bathtub. Why not? Dude, and I even bought a new shower curtain. Oh, no appreciation at all. Did you bring it's any of your LED? Did shower. you install your LED lights in there and shit? <laughs> no, I wasn't there long enough. <laughs> so, your new apartment, so you got an actual apartment now, yes? No, I have an actual I have a room. It's a lot nicer than the other room I had. So, and it's five fifty a month. So okay. Are you still going to try and get an apartment, or are you going to stay? Oh there yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm going to get an apartment. I'm still waiting for my first full. Check. I haven't gotten the first full check yet. I got you. So I'm waiting for that, and then um, depends on my car. So I need a car. Waiting on the bus. Just fucking suck. Oh, I have a lot. Oh god. Bus drivers fucking suck. Bus drivers. Yeah, bus drivers are not the most people in the world. <laughs> like airport security. Drive us off. They're like, hey. Yeah, and the weather here, dude, is not, you know, it's a lot different here because it'll be like hot in the morning and then it'll be like, usually when I wake up, the weather isn't wake up, that's the way it is that day. Yeah. Here, something like that. Yeah. So, 
it's weird. Well, I just did my job so I could go in early in the mornings because it's becoming summertime now, so it's cool in the mornings. Yeah. And when I have to go in at like noon, noon thirty, fucking walk into the bus stop in like eighty-five degree weather with high humidity. Yeah. I'm like, I, thought I, just, I just washed my hair. It should be dry by now. And it's just like fucking sweat running down my face. Yeah, and uh, my hair is still, still kind of cold. It's snow and hills around the mountains. You can see the mountains with the snow from here. It's not snowing here, right here. Yeah. So that's kind of weird, weird thing. Like, you can't get here because of the snow, but here it's like hot. You're like, what the fuck? You can't get here because of the snow. You know, the butt's fucking snowed in. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. You gotta go over that fucking mountain ridge. Have you looked into Uber yet? Or once you have what? Like, a bank account or a credit card or something, you can look into Uber as well until you get a car at least. Fuck Uber. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a car this week. I make up, I make up money so I can buy a car this week. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. And the, the living down here is a lot cheaper. Unless you gamble, then you're. you're, you're, you're <laughs> see a lot of people here. That, there's a lot of people that live here that shouldn't live here. You know what I mean? It's not a place for them. They're like, is there like a fucking place where they can cash their check beside the slot machine? Yeah, just about, dude. I mean, it's, it's like that, though. I mean, the homeless people and the homeless people here, even worse than San Francisco, talk to themselves all the fuck. I mean, all over the place. People talking to themselves. Yeah, not just talking, but like yelling at themselves constantly. <laughs> it's weird. And I thought San Francisco was bad, but San Francisco is like chill compared to here. Here, they just they lost it totally. They're in that desert house. Eat. <laughs> yeah, it's the gambling, dude. It's the gambling and the drinking. Because it's like you can get $1.50 fucking 16 ounce beers, you know? Yeah. It's not good for some people. It's really not good for some people. They can't handle it. And the gambling thing is too much temptation. You can just see, it's like I said, some people, you just shouldn't live here. If you can handle the gambling and the drinking, then you'll be cool. But if you can't, you're fucked. I mean, there's fucking goddamn slot machines in 7-Eleven. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. In every convenience store, there's slot machines. There's slot, there's slot machines all over the fucking place. If you can't resist gambling, you're fucked. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, it's gambling there is like guns in Texas. It's so guns in 7-Eleven. Exactly. Let me get a pack of Big right. League Chew, uh, a 40, <laughs> and a 45. Yeah. Yeah, here it's like, oh, I got change? Okay, it goes in the slot machine. It's on the way out. It's going to be broke when I leave the store, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm weird. just surprised how lucky you've been with the two times that you've mentioned using the machines. I know. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it certainly isn't that he uh, found someone that won, banged them on the head, and took their winnings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some little old lady yeah. is just dragging her behind the pin, the pin holder, <laughs> pulling out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have, um, you gotta have some um, self control because, like, I could have like lost the money that I won really easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you keep playing, that's the that's the trick. They trick you. They let you win a little bit, and then they suck you in the casino. Yeah, if you have enough self control, though, you can you can do well. You I cash think. out. Yeah, you yeah. gotta cash out. The yeah. second you I'll win, you're like, all right, bye. After work. Yeah, I'll play blackjack after work, like five bucks, and if I win, then cool. But if I lose the five bucks, I stop. Yeah. You know, and I get a free beer out of it no matter what. So it's like <laughs> I'm gonna pay five bucks for the beer anyway. So fuck it. Yeah. I would do that. You know, because they comp you beers. If you if you're sitting playing like at the bar, they have the blackjack poker thing. You know, video poker blackjack. And if you're playing, they comp you beers as long as you're playing. How, how frequently so do you, you have to play? Like, could you get like fucking wasted and just like play like yeah, one or dude, two I games? Did, just yeah, I have gotten. Yeah, it depends on you know, it depends on if I win or not. If I keep winning, and I can play like you can play a dollar or you can play twenty five cents a hand. You know, so you can take five bucks and you can play slow. Like I'll text on my phone, play a hand. Text on my phone, play a hand, drink beer. You know, <laughs> it's funny. And the bartenders know me now, so fuck. Yeah, most places you can't enter into a legal contract on a serious note if you're drunk, right? They, if they find out you were drunk, it's it's you can usually get out of the terms, right? Or you're in cut. But in this case, apparently, you can blow all of your paycheck, all your money while they're getting it loaded. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay because they have these little pamphlets that tell you to control your gambling and <laughs> no take this little pamphlet. <laughs> 
until they get out of it. It's like, we tried to help you. Not our fault you didn't take a fucking pamphlet. You know? <laughs> Gave you collateral. Why didn't you read it? It's trifold. Why wouldn't you take it? You know? <laughs> it's like the Look beer the commercials. The beer commercials at the end after showing the parties, and you're like, drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, drink responsibly. This party will never happen. Yes, sir. Here they have gamble responsibly, but it's on, it's on a little fucking tiny board on the corner of the room. You know? It's like gamble responsibly. What's that say? Do what? Generally it's like a it. fucking post it note. Just like yeah, exactly. Stuck on the back of the bar. Don't gamble away all your money, shh, but it's a secret. <laughs> While you're putting all your money in this machine, please read this pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the machine should actually play. If they were really doing it right, the machine would say, you've lost a lot of fucking money. Maybe you should quit now. It would do like the Wii where it just stopped. Maybe you should go outside. Yeah, yeah exactly. Take a break. <laughs> yeah, you could have bought a house by now. Please stop. That's <laughs> shit. And um, uh, you want to hear my, my Thomas Spotnik update is yes. um, Thomas Spotnik is in denial. Yes. And he's an idiot. And that doesn't mean he obviously, hasn't, <laughs> he obviously hasn't gotten any, any decent legal representation yet. He's still making SoundClouds saying that he's a journalist and he was allowed and didn't think he did anything wrong. But to the best of my knowledge, journalists don't make memes. <laughs> journalists do journalist things. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a couple so, of online publications that might be an exception to that. Those aren't journalists. Those are blogs. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, bloggers are not still, journalists. Um, journalists. First, he put out a SoundCloud. He put out a SoundCloud saying that he was going to purposely try to avoid being served, which was a smart thing to do. Everyone should do that. <laughs> never again. Psst, internet, don't tell anyone. I'm going to try and get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like when when he was trying to get me the uh, protection order against me. I knew, you know, because somebody had told me, but I didn't say publicly that I knew. I just kept quiet. And then I found out that it got thrown out. Uh, it all got thrown out. I even watched the video of me at the Gibraltar Center and it still got thrown out. But, you know, I didn't go on and go, uh, I know Tom's trying to serve me, but I'm going to dodge this shit because he doesn't know my address. You know? and <laughs> that's, even, that's fucking logic. That's like, oh, the cops are chasing me. I don't know, I dude, because he told, the judge, he told the judge they couldn't serve me because they didn't know my address. But then I have screenshots of him posting my address online. <laughs> Oh, this is why. Saying, I mean, go get, saying, go get this guy. You know, it's like, fuck, dude, you're an idiot. The dude is fucking incredibly stupid. This is why I made the, the little audio thing of him driving down the highway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much his speed, man. He sounds like a lunatic. He is a fucking lunatic. I don't get what the fuck he'd be thinking. He's just, and he doesn't think he's done anything wrong. I mean, there's 21 fucking. My lawyer wrote a 21 counts, and that was just the start. That's not even everything. You know, he's like, we need to do any more than that. That's enough to get this started. I'm like, that's fine. Wow. Because it's just, I do have countless screenshots of him just doing shit just against the fucking law, straight up against the law. He did it over and over and over. He bragged about it. He's even said that his, his intent is malicious on SoundCloud. I have recordings of it. I mean, I, I don't understand how we could possibly think he's going to get out of this shit. Wow. It's just, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, and, hopefully, at least, the, hopefully the process at least moves quick because, like you say, it sounds like you have a good case and hopefully they take it serious to get it going. Well, it's already being taken seriously because they've served. Them the summons, you know, I mean, ABA summons. So they do know there's, they think that there's um, credibility to the claims and everything's backed up with, uh, dude. I mean, I've got everything locked down tight. Everything that's, everything is written up in the complaint. It's like, I've got proof of it. I've got sound recordings of them saying those things. I mean, it's like, I don't know how the fuck you could possibly get out of it. But his, his logic is he's going to drag it out and make it cost money. Well, I'm not fucking paying for it. So that's a lose there, too. You know I mean, it's already paid for. He's just going to increase the amount he has to pay to the, yep. like exactly. the legal fees. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If he gets a lawyer, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to represent himself. <laughs> well, every lawyer, every lawyer he's going to go to is going to look at the case and, and realize that he's going to be crushed. You yeah. know, there's no they're way. Gonna, they're going to say settle. 
If he had enough for like a, a major firm to represent him, maybe he'd be able to screw around with the law somehow. But if yeah. just for a regular dude getting a lawyer, how are you going to find a lawyer who's going to be able to beat this? Yeah, and who's going to fucking actually? What kind of legitimate lawyer is going to tell you? Okay, let's drag this out as long as we can. Yeah, <laughs> go on. Listen, I, as my client, I'm going to recommend you go online and tell everyone that you're trying to uh, evade the law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's how I know he hadn't talked to a lawyer because the lawyer would have told him shut the fuck up already. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lawyer would have been like, okay, listen, um, you need to stop talking. Or <laughs> a if lot. a lawyer, if either that or a lawyer's going to go, I get paid by the hour. Hmm. Yeah, keep dragging, it out. <laughs> keep dragging it out. Keep dragging it out. Yeah, I think we should do that's that. Like any, any legitimate lawyer is going to tell him, you know what, shut up and settle. Yeah. I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, I was at uh, the, other, the other court shit going on. My lawyer, and I was fucking in the right. My lawyer told me, okay, we need to stop talking. We need to settle this. And I'm like, but, and they're like, we know, you, you know, you're cool, but we just need to settle this, you know? So, huh. but Tom, the, they just go, man, you are fucking stupid as fuck. <laughs> I wonder if you are. I've, I've known a couple of people, and maybe you're like this from the stories you tell about some of the people you run into. Uh, are you like perhaps occasionally like a lightning rod for dumb people? They just sort of are drawn to you. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of people have said that already. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So this guy is incredibly stupid. I mean, it, just when you think you can't be any more stupid, he just he, he lowers the bar again. Or raises the bar, whatever we even think. But he just, I can't believe anybody would have the thought process and be able to function in society. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't do little audio dramas for most people. <laughs> this guy was so, so dumb. I was like, I have to do this. <laughs> uh, he's still doing it now. He's still, he's like, he comes on, ladies and gentlemen, hello, I know you've missed me. Let me say some more stupid fucking shit. You know, it's like, <laughs> like he's actually got an audience, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he keeps talking about his church, how his memberships grow. And so he had a phrase, who's the other guy he hates on Twitter. And then he raises a, a Twitter feed with Africa for his fucking rings that it sells at his fucking, his fucking wire store. So I don't know, friend of his sons or something, I don't know what. Maybe he's money today for whatever. Well, like I was saying, it'd be funny if um, the, the enough people came out against him that you built like a class action lawsuit. <laughs> I want to know who thinks that people are going to the flea market and want eight hundred and five hundred dollar fucking skull rings. <laughs> the dragon community, yeah, especially when you can get, get a katana it. for like thirty five. Dude, I don't get it. Who the fuck is the flea market going? Oh, okay, I got eight hundred bucks. I'm going down. Like, can I get paid? I'm not going down to the flea market to buy eight hundred dollar skull ring. Wow, that is insane. I mean, it's not going to happen. If and they I don't can understand, if they can demonstrate that they shoot lasers through the wall or something cool, maybe if I have a need to like shoot lasers through like a ring laser. What do you ask for something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or if it vibrated? If it, if it at least vibrated, maybe. But you know. <laughs> Doesn't do any of that shit. <laughs> so I don't get it. All right, man. Well, I'm going to keep, keep following. Uh, let us all know when you have had your final crushing, destructive blow on him. <laughs> See, that's the best thing is I'm not going to agree to anything that doesn't allow me to talk publicly about the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> because he's not in a position where he's going to be able to tell me that. Last time, they were in a position where they could tell me that, and yeah, I have to say no comment. But this time, is not that's not the case. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be reading that. This is going to be public, and he's going to, I'm going to rub his fucking nose in it a lot. <laughs> and part of the reason that's important is because if he continues this pattern, then everyone down the road that he does it to will now have somebody online that they can find in a Google search. You know, or, or you know, pretty they easily. They legally have precedent based on his own case. Yes. Yeah. Like you could show up in a court and they're like, "Mr. Respotnik, this has happened before." <laughs> yeah. And you didn't shut the fuck up then, and yeah. we have it on good legal precedent from your previous case that now you have to pay a lot of money. 
<laughs> Maybe he could be like a, he could be the big uh, Satan cult leader uh, in a rubber room with like some mental patients and tell them all he about his. More followers. <laughs> He's just preaching from a milk crate. Yeah. Draw, draw a little uh, microphone and computer on the wall. And let him think. Yeah, it's real. a funnel made of paper. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a coffee filter for a hat. Yeah. Come and eat your lunch it's now, amazing. Tom. <laughs> The number of people who have like thanked me for doing this is is it's got to be what with twelve or fourteen different people have contacted me saying thank you he's done this to me so, so that's kind of cool yeah. you know to know that he's finally getting his come up and for those people too because those people are and I, I actually I want to respond back to those people because you're pussies that's why he did this because you're pussies <laughs> <laughs> really I mean who lets somebody do this kind of shit to them and doesn't do something back you know. And these people just kind of like get in the fucking fetal position and go, oh my God, he's so <laughs> the guy's a nothing. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I think scary talk is how he scares most people, right? As he goes, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And it's like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He talks about going to people's houses and chopping their heads off on a guest site. They really think he's going to do that. And, <sighs> do these people think Eminem really is shooting people in the backyard? <laughs> <laughs> I just told him to fuck off. Everything he said, I just told him to go fuck himself. Fuck that. Awesome, There's no man. way. There's no way. Already, he's gonna get away with talking to me like that. Well, like like I say, man. When definitely uh, when you find out that you have crushed him and uh, heard his lamentations, uh, go yeah, public with it. I want to hear about it. <laughs> you'll know it. <laughs> it's been like eight months, man. Fuck, you know. Yeah. Eight months. It's amazing. And he wants to drag it out longer. Like that's gonna be beneficial yeah. to him. <laughs> I know. Like, hasn't won yet. And the thing is, he keeps getting his ass handed to him, and it's like he doesn't even realize it. They're <laughs> like, I'm still winning. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> now I picture him like getting punched in the nose and it's bleeding, and he's like, when are you going to yeah. hit me, man? When are you going <laughs> to hit me? Exactly. <laughs> he's like the knight that all you got? Monty yeah. Python. <laughs> it's literally totally the knight promoting Monty Python. Totally. He's like, I'm fine. Your arms come off. It's a bit of scratch. It's a bit of scratch. <laughs> come back. I'll bite your legs off. Yeah. I'll bite your ankles. Just a wound. Yeah, so man, I'm just letting that go on autopilot right now, so that's cool. I don't know if about it. I just listen. I listen to his bullshit, but I don't. Mean, it doesn't bother me anymore because I know he's got what's coming to him. Yeah. Coming, just kind of land on his head. So it's like that's better because before I was stressing because we didn't we didn't have a lawyer yet at first, and then we got a lawyer and he was dicking around and it's like fuck, I just want to get this shit started because this dude's just talking shit, yeah. you know. So now that we've got it started and his talking shit has gone down, he doesn't do my name anymore. He isn't putting out any blatantly bullshit lies anymore. Hmm. He's just trying to, he's kind of backpedaling a little bit. You can tell there's a change in his, his demeanor, you know, but so it's too, too material too late for him. He's done. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just concentrating on work and getting a car. Yeah. And that's been great hearing that you like the job and that things are progressing. The fact that you want some money to be able to get you to kind of fast forward it is awesome. No, <laughs> especially in getting that fucking dump that I was in. No, it's like so perfect. now you have to you at least have toilet paper now. Yeah, yeah toilet paper <laughs> and no bugs. No bugs. <laughs> yeah, but no hookers either. So, take uh, one for the other. I've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life. Lord knows I have. So, uh, Anton, you haven't yes. been on, you we haven't done an episode on you on the show since like episode four, so like a year and a half ago. <laughs> Was it a year and a half ago? <laughs> yeah. You've been on the show. You've been on the show since, but we haven't really talked about what you've been doing. Yeah, and that one was the only one. It was like, and and now center stage. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, so, cool. Uh, so, all right. So back then you were doing the atheist asshole, and now you've switched into. You have at least two different shows that you do. 
Yeah, I mean, one of them has nothing to do necessarily with uh, with secular community stuff, but um, yay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, Ray, but I just I reached a point where um, it, and it was about around that time where I just uh, with the podcasts, with the YouTube videos, uh, not not saying the ones that I made, but just I just got so fed up with the community, and not just because of the schism that we all know about, but I don't know. I just I just got tired of it, um, and I I wasn't hearing anything that was particularly interesting to me. And I, yeah, I, grant, I, I, grant, I grant that a lot of that is just my own personal taste. Like, I can't say, oh, X podcast was bad because I wasn't into it. I just, I was like, eh, I don't really know. Um, so that was most of it. But, um, but yeah, um, a friend of mine asked me, like, so why do you still have AtheistAsshole.com? And I was like, uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever write anything there. And when I do, I don't really pay attention. And so um, that's still there, um, but it's, it's not, not yet officially. I haven't announced it at semi-retired because I haven't got around to it in months and months. But um, yeah, Somebody's just then, waiting to poach that domain. No, I, I still have it. <laughs> I, I'm keeping it because I've said publicly that I'm keeping it as an archive because um, there's some things that I did on there that I'm sort of proud of. But um, Yeah, and you should keep it. You should keep it as an archive so people can reference it later because you never know. You know yeah, well, you know what? What's, yeah. what's so funny is that this post I wrote like four years ago, which frankly, I don't think was that good. It just it was just sort of a, a mini rant. It was maybe, I don't know, a page worth of text about how Alcoholics Anonymous is bullshit. And man, that just I, I would say at its height, maybe every few days I'd get another comment, uh, which yeah, for me was going issue. Yeah. Yeah, which for me was a lot. Uh, I know some people get like thousands upon thousands of comments an hour, but for me it was like, what? Somebody else? And most of it was like, you don't know what you're talking about, man. You, this is great. And I, you I should would, blank at the bottom of that page with fucking ads. Well, that <laughs> was so they load. And you get that was the thing that was. It, it was WordPress, so I, I guess I couldn't. But um, yeah, so that I just, I, I guess it's just a shift. Um, oh, you know, actually, you know, you know what the biggest shift is? Is that I switched jobs, um, and suddenly I just did not have that much time, and so. Yeah. And, and also things that had been important to me, like calling out certain fat bitches who live in Seattle, um, <laughs> just wasn't like, because I, I remember when that whole thing went down, when, it, when all was said and done, when the dust settled finally about a year later, I was like, why don't I do that? Like, seriously, what did I get out of that? What, what was beneficial to me? No, and it's important I, that you do that, though. It's important you do that and make your point. And then, you know what? You don't have, you know, who doesn't get tired of making their point over and over and over when it's the same old shit over and over and over with those people? Well, yeah, I, I grant that. But, but okay, just now, now this is very selfish. So everybody get ready. I realized <laughs> at some point I just didn't give a fuck. I, I just, because in fact, in fact, um, I, I will mention this person's name can fuck, because fuck her. This um, sounds like my mantra is like, I just don't care enough. <laughs> no, no, seriously. No, seriously. Okay, so. So I, I his epiphany uh, was a, was apathy. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, it totally was. No, because um, uh, about a year after that all went down, um, the, like the first round that went down, I, I had written some post where I just was saying, "Hey, you know, if if you want to engage with people with your your issue, whatever it is, then here's some people who are like decent about it." And I, I named like um, oh, I can't remember her name now, Bridget Odette and uh, and Zinnia Jones because I had asked Zinnia Jones a question and and she answered, and, and I was like, "Okay, cool, like thanks, I, I appreciate that." And then she got all pissed off. She was like, you know, uh, don't don't call me the nice person. I don't want to be the nice person. Fuck you. If you... <laughs> and and I because and, I, and the only reason I noticed is it pinged me because she linked to the post and um, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch, what's going on? So I read like the first paragraph and she basically said, like, you know, this guy, uh, Anton Hill, said this about me. And, and the thing is, she fuck him. Oh, pretty much. And she, she pretty much. She he pretty said much I was completely... nice. I'm going to prove it wrong. No, 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 that's exactly what happened. And she completely, um, she basically misrepresented my intention and my, my, the context 
And weird. That could, that never happens to you, Anton. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So then, um, and then, and then, like, I, I thought for two minutes, like, do I really want to go on her site and defend myself? Because, uh, frankly, I've seen some members of this conversation do that and just get disemboweled. And I was like, well, I mean, not necessarily, obviously. Like, I've seen Rape defend himself, and then it's just one after the other, after the other, after the other. Like, Yale, yeah, you suck. Yale, yeah, you're, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. So, and and then, then, suck my dick, though. For the record, those people can all suck my dick. Oh, I no, I, I, say, and I, left, I, yeah. I, just, I just saw what the conversation was. I was like, I, and I was like, I don't want to spend my day doing that. So, you know, he can do that. That's totally up to him. He probably has the energy for it, but I just don't care. So, yeah, so she, she rips me a new one, and then, um, and then what the fuck is that guy, James Billingham, is that his name? He's like, oh, yeah, he made this He made this hour-long video tearing uh, What's-Her-Face apart. And I was like, hour-long? It was fucking 19 minutes. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, you can look at it right now. It's still up. And then um, PZ said the same thing. He was like, how dare he? Like, she's she's the greatest, and she's a, a kick-ass blogger, and he's a terrible person because he said this. And, <laughs> and then, and then of course, hers truly said the same. She was like, oh, yeah, I remember who he is, and he calls himself Athey's asshole, so hoo, hoo, that's true. And then she quoted... I think what Zinnia said, and I, so okay, so a three-person pile on it. She's like, oh, and he made a 40-minute bit, and then she repeated it 40 minutes long, and I was like, oh, it wasn't, you can look at, so then, then my, biggest, <laughs> my biggest mistake was I, I actually wrote her privately, and I, I said, hey, you know, look, I honestly don't give a damn what you say about me that's subjective. Like, you can hate me all you want. I really don't care, but could you could just change, like, it wasn't 40 minutes, and you know it was but that that went down poorly. It, it, it went downhill from there, but then after that experience, like, <laughs> <laughs> a week later, I thought, oh, because she, she said something, and I, I thought I should go online and say something about her. And I thought, Anton, just how about this? Just let her, <laughs> let her win. What do, you, what do you lose by letting her win? She'll get all her buddies and say, oh, you know, he said this, and I totally knocked him down. And they'll all pat each other on the back. And so what? Seriously, so what? So, yeah, so after that, I, I really, I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I engaging? I don't, all I get is an adrenaline surge every few minutes. And it's just not, I don't know, it's just not fun. So, yeah, so. Drink so a Red Bull. Yeah. Oh no, I've had those, and that's not a good idea. Yeah. So, so See, that... I, always, I always liked my tactic. I would just go there whenever they said some shit about me, and I'd be like, "Hey, thanks for the link to my site." Well, yeah. And, and they, they would they would get mad about it, and be like, "I wasn't trying to just give you hits." I was like, "No, no, thank you. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for getting links to my site. I, I appreciate no, I, it." I, I, and they're I, like, I, "Fuck I, you." Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely appreciate that sentiment. I just oh oh, but you guys might be. Um, I, I I turned it around a little bit. Um, a few months ago though, because I don't know if you guys saw the um. Shit. Uh, hold on. Oh, Peter Bogosian, uh, him and, and Melody Hensley, like he he basically said, uh, or he questioned, he said, like, I doubt that she got PTSD from using Twitter. So then she wrote yeah. uh, several tweets, basically writing, you know, all the big organizations, uh, American Humanist Organiz uh, Association and American Atheist, blah, 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 saying that now, and, and I know this is my pet peeve about everything and people just have to deal with that. But she said he was ableist for saying that and they should not ever hire him to come talk now that pissed me How off about ableist was a political party <laughs> no that's labor um, <laughs> and we can't work we're all gems. so then i i was like what, what pissed me off about that was one she was you know she was intentionally like i you know disagree with them all you want and say i disagree with him i think he's a jerk but to basically ask for people to not employ him because of his opinion that was one thing that yeah. pissed me off because you know what, I, like even the 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 guys that that Reese was fighting with, and and people that like or Dillahunty when when uh, when um when Corey was going oh, after that him, like I I don't I don't have any problem with these people making a living. Like I want I don't give a shit. I'm I I think if I want to, they should be able to blah blah blah. So I didn't have a problem with that. Um, or that that was my first problem. But then also I I really don't like it when people 
use something as, in order to have it as a weapon against like a, an actual grievance as a weapon. Like when people say, oh, you're being racist because you, I don't know, said Chris Rock isn't as good as Kevin Nealon. Oh, whatever, you know, whatever. It may be. <laughs> um, which actually isn't true. Um, <laughs> I, I've empirically studied this. So, so that really pissed me off. It, it really bothered me that she, okay, that she was basically using the, that term and that con and her condition. Uh, we'll just, you know, take it at face value. She has whatever condition she has and use that against him because, of course, socially what's expected is that he can't say anything back because then he'll look like an asshole. Well, that really bothered me. So um, on one of my um, edited shows, uh, I, had the, I think Frank Skiff, who does the, um, I think he does the, uh, absence of, of clothing line. Uh, it's been a long, long time, so I apologize to him if I got that wrong. And and in the beginning, I said, "Oh, by the way, this thing happened." And I and I just told her off. I was like, "Look, you don't have the right to like demand that someone not be paid because he pissed you off." And two, he didn't insult you. He questioned it. That's it. He asked a question. Now, granted, it was it, it was skepticism about a condition you claim to have, but it's not. And then I said, look, I don't care if anybody is, is skeptical about my condition. And, and then I pulled out my, my GIMP card on the bus, you know, the reduced fare <laughs> card. And I showed it. I was like, I can prove it. This is from the government. You cannot just buy these at the store. The government has to. You have to go to an IDAC. You have to be evaluated. And then the government, with its rules, and if you don't like the rules, talk to the government. And they issue these. And, and this makes, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I reduce fare. I'm a GIMP. And, ha and I said, it has a little wheelchair thing on it. It's totally legit. And it, it blah, blah, blah. So, um, and, I, and I said, like, basically, you have, you have appropriated this term in order to suit your, your needs, to, to prefer your agenda, which is bullshit. Like, like, doing the action is bullshit. The claim you made is bullshit. And how dare you do that to someone just for your own thing? Um, and that's what got me on the block bot, actually, because I posted that. And I, and I, I tagged her. I said, What's like, that? in which... <laughs> huh? What's a block bot? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, well, you know what's funny about that is I had, I had said some nasty shit about the block bot for months and months, and nothing, I, I never got put on. But then this, uh, fucking Vixorian, hi, Vixorian, fuck you. Um, this, this was, because I, I, I tagged her, I said, in which I call, I, I call out uh, Melody Hems, Hensley's uh, culture, uh, yeah, I think I said cultural appropriation of ableism. Because I figured I would use one of their things. Yeah. Yep. And, then, and then a few days later, just for shits and giggles on an unrelated thing, I, I looked up my name on the block box because I thought, oh, I'm not on there yet. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. oh, shit, I'm on there. How the fuck did that happen? I I You're think like, me and Brian were part of the reason it got created, right? Brian, weren't we part of the reason the blog got created? We pissed off somebody. <laughs> yeah. Ulan. Yeah, so, you guys yeah. talked to Ulan on your show. Yeah, Ulan. Yeah. He's a blast. <laughs> <laughs> and Ulan went home. He had to cry and clean out his diaper about it, and then he had to make the block bot. <laughs> you know, I, I was very neutral on the guy until um, a, a long a long time ago now. It was a couple of years ago. I, I actually, I, I didn't even realize who Melody Hensley was, and I and I, I said something to her, and she responded. And she's, she's oh, it was when I, I was like, wait, uh, so, you, so you got PTSD? And she was like, yeah. I was like, from from, uh, from on Twitter? And I wasn't looking. <laughs> you're like, are you sure you're getting this right? You're like, no, no, maybe no. you made a mistake. <laughs> Exactly. Now, now, if you look at it, it looks I don't like remember a... you watching your buddy die on Twitter feed. You're like, you know, you know that says Twitter, right, and not and not warfare. Exactly. <laughs> I don't remember carrying troops in the bunkers of Twitter. Yeah. Did you get active combat and Twitter mixed up? Is your spelling is it so checking your spelling? No. The thing is, she okay. So it probably looks like I was trolling her, but I really wasn't. I 
really, I, I didn't know, I didn't know the situation. So it was, it was, it was, um, it was genuine bafflement on my part. And so I, I said, like, wait, you mean like the thing that people get from war? And she said, I, and, yeah, and she said, um, you know, I, I my, my PTSD is the same. Oh no, I, and I said, like, you, you sing again, and she's like, yeah. Or walking into a landmine, like Anton just did when he said that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Um, yeah, and then she, and then that's when she said, like, I, I mean, she said this several times now. Yeah, it's it's uh, I, I, it's the same thing as anyone can get from any like from any re for any reason. And I, and I was like, wait, you're so let me get straight. You're comparing being on Twitter to what veterans have gone through. And, and then yeah, and then that's when I actually Ulan jumped in. He was like, well, oh, attacking someone with uh, PTSD that seems that doesn't seem very nice. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm asking like, I, I, yeah. And then and then at some point he said something. I don't know what he said, but I I. I I said, look, you don't know you you don't know anything about me. All you know is what I've told you. You don't know what I've seen. You don't know what I've experienced. You have no well. I, what my point was, you you're judging me for judging her, but I've been. Yeah, it doesn't through, matter to them. Well, I, I and I I try to explain him. I've been through things that have I've been told by professionals were not the same as having survived war. I don't make that claim, but similar in the level of trauma. And I don't I don't publicly hold hold a badge out because it's personal shit, and, and it's none, none of anybody. Yeah, says, but did they like jump and hide under a desk when their phone beeps saying they've got a Twitter notification? I think she I, might. Yeah, because I, that, like, we're taking fire. Get down. Get down. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but so after, after all that shit, I was just grab like, a, <laughs> grab a gun, man. I don't know. Wait keyboard. a second. Wait a second. Am I supposed to grab a gun or Twitter? What's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> grab a keyboard. Grab a keyboard. Air raid sirens. <laughs> Yeah, so I, actually, that's, that's I don't. I don't know what it was. I was being shot at on the battlefield, but I was also on Twitter. One I, of them screwed me up, I mean, and maybe I'm this not... is just maybe they were in a war. Maybe they were in a war, and they're just one of those like fucking life bloggers where they constantly got to document what's going on. So they're sitting there in a battle, just bitching at somebody on the internet, no. and they're like, "Ah, oh, remember I was, we were taking heavy shelling, and I was just talking about his vision." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's that spell checker again. Yeah. So uh, after all this shit, th th that's basically when I was like, "What the hell am I doing?" And so that's in fact why I have the rule on Atheist Edited that I don't name anybody by name because I just there's it, life is too fucking short. But on Games Experiment, yes, I will. Add, I, I said Kevin Kevin Van Orr, the um at, like I think head editor at Gamespot is a douchebag and and sucks and he. He he like he openly endorsed um, Anita Sarkeesian, which fine like that alone I don't have any problem with. But he he then surrendered his editorial objectivism is that yeah uh, on on that issue because he it's like come on man like if I open like if I go and say I want to suck Brian Allen's cock live on camera and then I have him as a guest on something there's a little bit of a conflict of interest there I think would be there's uh, no would, conflict there. Brian <laughs> <laughs> so, with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um so that's So that's when's why, our next episode? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that that's why I went um so I, I just was like, you know, I, I think I'm gonna oh that you know, because I asked myself like what what do you enjoy doing? And I was like, honestly, I really just enjoy talking to people. And so I I don't enjoy writing and rewriting posts to try to make, you know, how is this gonna grab people's attention and get more hits and just blah. And you know, and obviously I'm not gonna knock someone like um Seth Andrews off the pedestal in my in my YouTube views of, of that, but I but in fact, I didn't. I after like the fourth time, I stopped looking at the numbers because I don't like being motivated by that. Even slightly. I never look at numbers. Never. Yeah. So I, I was just like, just do it for fun. If if one person sees it, great. If ten billion people see it, which won't happen, great. If exactly. no one sees it, then just just do it for the fun, for the fun of the experience. And and I think that's helped with like I don't I don't chase celebrities. I mean, obviously, you know, I had Aaron Raw recently, and I had Mendisa Thomas like a year ago. Um, Who's Aaron Raw? 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, oh, and, and I had Dean Esme a while back. Cause, and, and see, that was one of the great ones because I didn't know a lot about him. I didn't know a lot about the MRAs and I, I still don't really care, honestly. I mean, you know, uh, power to them, let them do what they want as long as it's peaceful, et cetera. But I, I, I did, I did have an issue with something that I had read and I wanted to talk to him about it. And, and to his credit, he came on and we talked about it and, and he was honest and I was honest and it was like, it was great, you know. It was it was a good conversation. Now I'm not. And then you guys met up right? later and had a punch in the yeah. face contest. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna hang you on that cross right beside Reap. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I, man, my my heads would go up like crazy if uh, if like Paul Elon was like, and here's another asshole who actually used to go by atheist asshole. But um, yes, so so you know, just bring people on that I like um, and enjoy, or or just find interesting for whatever yeah. reason. And uh, so I and and the thing is, uh, oh, and then actually. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, Secular TV contacted me. It was like, "Hey, do you want to join us?" I was like, "Sure, okay." <laughs> so, so now it's it's hosed, uh, hosed. It's housed there. Um, they, it, like it, it premieres there, and, and it's it's mainly there, which is nice because their their subscriber count is a little bit higher than mine. So, um, yeah, and then, and then uh, I, just a few weeks, to, well, not a few weeks ago, now a few months ago, I was like, "Hmm, I'm doing this talking to secular and and religious people thing, but I really type, I really like talking about games." So. Fuck it. I'm just gonna. Why not? And and the thing about that though is, uh, which I've actually found both better and worse. The worst part is I don't really know anybody in, the, in like game development or game publications or anything. So I so so. <laughs> I okay. Uh, to be fair, I didn't know that when I started. So um, so when I've when I've gone after people to maybe come on, and obviously it's not it's not it's not a one to one like the other one is. So I don't need to have people on. I can just rant if I wanted to. But uh, when I've gone after people, some of them I just don't hear from. Like I wrote to the guy who designed Pharaoh, one of my favorite uh, RTGs uh, or RTSs, and I just never heard back. And, and that's fine. Like he, who the fuck am I? He doesn't owe me anything. But then um, the people who did the head developer on Necrodancer, um, two of the Necrodancer, I wrote him, and he was very polite. He said, "Hey, we're we're swamped with getting this out, so we just don't have the time. But you know, thanks for contacting me. And I was like, cool. Thanks so much." Um, but then, like Evan Delsha, who my, I'm sure you guys know now, um, it was right after uh, Tropes versus Women in Serial came out, yeah. and um, and I and I just figured, fuck it, like he doesn't know me from Adam, but why not just give it a try? And I wrote him and I, I said, hey, I'd love to have you on and talk about your video and just what you're doing and all that stuff. And he was very kind. He was like, um, yeah, I I'd love to come on. And then we we did it, and and then uh, and I've been making fun of him ever since. So um, that's cool when that happens. Yeah. yeah well, and you know what's really cool is he hasn't even officially been on yet, but I wrote to this guy. Um, he he goes on Twitter. He goes by the the uh, the blind writer, and what he, what it is is he's he's a total, but he plays video games. Now I don't know how the fuck he does that, but see, I can say that I can express that doubt, and you guys can't complain because I am also a gimp. See how that works? So um, <laughs> I and I can call him again. In fact, I made an able joke. I was like, well, he he couldn't be on the show today. And yes, Brian, I know this is a terrible joke, so you don't have to mind everybody. Uh, <laughs> I made this terrible joke where I said uh, he he couldn't find us today because because he's blind. And uh, and then and I tweeted. Uh, That's a really him. bad joke. Oh, I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. terrible. Um, and, and the worst part is, I thought about it all day. I was like, oh yeah, this this will be awful. I'm gonna this is gonna be great. So no, then I'm not I, talking about taste list. I'm talking about just a bad joke. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I tweeted him uh, uh, saying like, uh, you know, Anton's Abel's joke about me was not cool. It was not cool at all. It's like, okay, it was a little bit cool. So, um, so he, he and I have, have gone back and forth uh, writing about stuff, and and like he's a pro gamer game guy, and I am as well, though not as strongly as some people. And uh, and we we bonded over that. So so when he finally does come on, it'll seem like we've known each other for a while because I you know I've read his stuff and he and he's watched a few episodes or <laughs> not watched, sorry, listened to. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, you know. Oh my. (laughs) So that that stuff is really fun. And actually, Brian introduced somebody. um, I don't remember her name now, but someone who's a a UX expert. And I'm I'm gonna write to her and say, hey, we'd love to talk to you because blah blah blah. And oh, um, Celia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a well, she's a doctorate in psychology, right, but she right. works for Epic. So I don't you know. You say, she... "Hey, I know Brian Allen, and I want to suck his dick." Can I train to be on that show? It should be like I don't know who the fuck that is. I'm like, I asked you a question on Twitter. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you're in therapy, Brian. It's good. It's a good step. <laughs> you didn't know yeah, that. So probably like, no. talking to the wrong person, but. <laughs> Doctor, can you give the court your impression of Mr. Stryker? I'm sorry, I don't do impressions. My training is in psychiatry, of course. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know if Reed knows who this is. I'm sure you do, but I'm just uh, unaware. But um, I, I, a few months ago, I actually had C.H. Somers on, um, who's you know the base mom lady, who's who's been interviewed by everybody and and has uh, and who came who came to uh, Gamergate's defense, you know, when everyone was jumping on them, and uh, yeah. and that that was really fun because um, like just everybody showed up for that. So obviously she's very respected, and and that and that was the thing. Yeah. Like I don't I don't go through agents or any or anything because I I'm not paying people and you know I'm not famous. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't do that either. Yeah. So. So I just um I just wrote her actually I wrote her assistant I said hey this is who I am this is what I do I'd love to have her on and then within minutes actually she directly not her assistant she directly wrote back and said I'd love to do it and I was like okay now it took a few weeks to coordinate schedules but then um it was awesome so yeah it's awesome that she came on there like you say you, know, you don't pay and you don't you're not CNN so well that's the yeah, thing that's I got, yeah that's how I got Brie Olson on my show too the same way I just had her you're up yeah. Yeah, yeah, she so, goes. I don't want. I don't go to my agent or anything. We just let you set it up, so it's cool. Oh, actually, uh, Abby Smith. I got. I really got to thank her again because I had her on Atheist Edited. She was easily. Uh, sorry, Brian and uh, and um, and Corey. She was easily the nicest person I've ever. Because some people. Fuck that have, bitch. <laughs> When did you think I was nice? <laughs> some people, and I and I won't mention names, but some people have been less than cordial when I contacted them. They're like, they're like, God. One person was like, "Well, what are we going to talk about?" And and here's a list of questions I need you to answer. And where's this going? Oh really? Oh yeah. Wait, is Tom Cruise writer? Was it was well, it Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> and one one person um, who I was really pissed off at for a while, but um, whatever, you know, fuck them. One person um, who I actually I really admired for what ah fuck it she was doing, and um, and 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 I wrote, and she was really kind. And then um, we we were about to do it, and then um, I I think I, I confirmed like the night I just wrote the night before and said like or two nights before and said hey, just making sure you're down. And and then she was like, well, what is this gonna be on? I was like, well, you know, hangouts. And she's like, well, um, you know, I, I can promote it if you want. I'm like, yeah, sure, sounds great. You know, you got a big audience. And she's like, okay, well, send me the link. And I was like, well, it's a hangouts. It hasn't started yet. Um, so I can't, I can't. Get... Now I didn't know at the time because I, I'm not an expert in this stuff. And I could send her to the watch link. I, I wasn't aware of that. So I was like, well, you know, that doesn't happen until it goes on. And then she was like, uh, oh, and semi promotional materials. It's like, well, like what? I don't, I don't do like I'm not. A, I'm not a... uh, I'll get right back to you as soon as I talk to my assistant. I'll make yeah, sure exactly. this is forwarded on. Does anybody yeah. have well, use Photoshop? To download Photoshop. <laughs> Does well, anyone and... know Photoshop? You yeah, click so on the I link think... and you hear Anton's voice. I was like, who the fuck do you think I am? A pasta now? <laughs> so, so, uh, so she said, like, send a picture, and I was like, okay. I, or she said, send me your picture. I was like, okay. So I sent her my picture, like my, you know, the one I was using at the time. She's like, no, 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 for the episode. And I kind of say, lady, I'm not creating art for everything. What are you talking? Like, I do this for free. I do it on weekends. Like, what the hell? So then she finally said, oh, look, dude, I'm trying to help you out here. I was like, I, 
I, and I appreciate that, but I just, I don't do what you're asking for. I don't do it ever. And it's just like, you know what? Um, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Um, okay, you know, who was it? Who was it? You tell us who was now. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell I, I, well, okay. I'll tell you privately, but no, I, no. Okay. So, then, uh, so then I was like, um, okay. Uh, you know, that's fine. Like I, obviously I can't <laughs> force you to go on. Um, and then she just, yeah, she bailed. It was, it was less than 24 hours ahead of it. So I called somebody else actually. And, and he was really, uh, uh, Mike, Mike Lee, um, the, uh, real estate antagonist, he, he did it, but I was just like, oh, she said like, maybe we can do it some other time. Just let me know. And I, I was like, and what I should get some promotional materials. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and what's really, <laughs> what really is, is what she was doing. I really did. I think was great. And I, and I was actually going to say on air to her, like, Hey, I wish this had been around, you know, 10 years ago, I would, oh. would have found it useful. Um, but no, and, and honestly, fuck her. I don't, I don't ever want to die. Like I, you just, you don't treat people that way. You know, you don't cancel the last minute and say, Oh, come on, dude. Like, so, um, and I, I honestly, I'm not angry about it anymore, but for like weeks I was like, God damn it. What just, that was just fucking. So I, you know, I block, I don't think I blocked her. I just, I hit her on, on my timeline. Cause I, just, I was like, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, well, you hit a woman. Thanks for the yeah. confession. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Women, yeah. Can't trust them, Anton. Yeah, but, but you know, um, now, like, uh, I got some great people uh, coming on soon. Um, the, all they, men, all men, yeah. You know, actually, I, I have to say, I oh, man, I'm really, I'm kind of ashamed of that. And, and I, I, I mean that genuinely, because, but in my defense, there are many women that I have asked, and they all turn me down. Um, Same here. Yeah, so. <laughs> so that's, that's, <laughs> and that, that's the thing like like one lady uh, we actually had worked together ish uh before not professionally but like on, on online stuff and she just flat out was like I don't, i'm not interested in that and i was like oh okay um damn and i said well thank you know thanks for letting me know i appreciate it and someone else was like eh, i don't think so and it was like she's like i never really liked you <laughs> well yes <laughs> that's, that's probably um, yeah, and, and I actually, and, and someone else just, I never heard back from, like, I, I wrote to her and I said, hey, I, I say on this thing, love the chat, and just never heard back, so, uh, but then, you know, the people who, it's it's so weird, the people who respond, you respond very quickly, and, and like, Aaron Ra, I, I honestly didn't think he'd respond, I not because he's a, a bad guy, just because he doesn't know who the fuck I am, and he's, you know, he's traveling the world talking about the same stuff that everybody talks about, sorry, Aaron, um, and so when I wrote him, uh, within minutes, he was like, yeah, sounds good, like, let me know that, and I was like, yeah, oh, I, okay. <laughs> I've had the Do same. Do you need any promotional material? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've had the same kind of sensation where it's sometimes it's amazing the people that just are like, oh, instantly like I get right back to you. Sure, let's do it. And I was thinking like they're just going to ignore me. And other people, I'm like they're not. They're kind of they seem like they'd be accessible and they just never get back to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and um, okay, so there's someone else who for atheist edited that I I wrote privately because we follow each other uh, each other on this one thing. And, and I said, Hey, you know, this is what I do. I'd love to have you on. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of this thing that you did. And, and immediately it was like, Oh yeah, I'd love to do it. You know, write to my assistant at this address. So I did never heard back. And granted, like the assistant's job is usually to filter people out, but I thought maybe give her a heads up. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I may write back to, to, to her and say, Hey, it's been a few weeks. I was out of the country. Just wanted to check in. But I honestly, I don't chase people. I don't chase anybody because I figure if, if you don't yeah, want to come up, that's, that's totally fine. Throw in your travel around. Oh, I was out of the country doing stuff yeah. overseas. Exactly. Well, you then know, they, wanna, if you could pencil it into your schedule, it'd be great. <laughs> I'll see if I can clear up mine. The nice no, thing, no. the nice thing, Anton, is that you've moved out of, SJW territory in the the atheist and skeptic areas, and now you've gone into gaming, 
And which, jump head first not, into that game. Yeah, <laughs> there's none of that SJW stuff going on at all. It's all just about gaming now. <laughs> well, as, as you guys, as you guys all, your all know... Fault. <laughs> yeah, it's a correlation. As you guys all know, I just fucking hate bullshit. I hate it when Melody Hensley claims I have 200 PTSD. I hate it when Sarkeesian said that toxic masculinity is, like, poisoning shit, or when something is... Oh, like, I honestly, I, I really don't mind when people disagree with me. Like, I've had, I've had, I had Jim on uh, a few weeks ago, conservative skeptic. I've had um, Dina, because to be clear, everybody, I'm not an MRA. I do not support entirely what they do. I agree with some of it. I get some of it. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not down with it. I, I, I think, I think a lot of it is a lot whiny of bitches sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they know that. Like I told Dean that to his face on air. I was like, I will never be an MRA mainly because I'm not an A. I'm just, I'm not an activist. I don't give a shit. And <laughs> I frankly don't think you guys have it. I, I think, I think the stuff you guys have to bitch, that, that, that you legitimately have to bitch about is much smaller than the stuff that you actually bitch about. Frankly, you guys Which, didn't send yeah, me any promotional materials. So I just, yeah, I, exactly. can't, I can't do this. I need a, I need a flyer, a pamphlet yeah. possibly. Uh, well, and, a, and uh, people, some, some sort people, of collateral. Some people were not happy with how I handled it, which is fine. But I, 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 I asked Aaron Rod to his face. I was like, you know, you said that if you're not feminist, you're sexist. And I am feminist. I identify that way. And I, res I respect those who don't. That's their right. And it's my right to ID that way. But I think that's a bit of a false dichotomy. I don't think, don't you think it's possible that someone could not identify as feminist and still not be sexist? And, you know, to his credit, he answered and he said, well, you know, if you go by the dictionary definitions for wanting, you know, women to have equal rights as men in all areas. So if you are not that, then you, and I was like, well, okay, I mean, I guess, but, and then someone was like, oh, you kissed his ass. I was like, I kiss everybody's ass. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm an indiscriminate ass kisser. Um, in fact, I don't think there was anybody so far I've had on who I was like mean to or, or nasty to or anything. Uh, can I have had a few people I disagreed with, but um, you gotta so, change your title now to atheist askers. Or... Yeah, seriously. Oh my god, I never. <laughs> you need. You no, need I to... just dropped that whole thing. I just dropped it all. Um, if you want to have it get a little rowdy, bring on some people like uh, Ophelia Benson. Uh, she 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 really liked writing about Reap. She was very. Uh... <laughs> See, okay. Okay. Now, honestly, okay. very very truly, I would not mind having someone like her on atheist edited, but. Because specifically, she and I have so much bad blood, which is so weird. Honestly, it was going well for a while. It was. It was. I, I have. <laughs> That's I have, how it goes with them. You never know. Man. <laughs> I have the messages to prove it. I could show. I could. I could. Well, I can show if, if this. If this is audio, but I. I could. If there were a video component, I could show you. Not right another now. blind joke. Yeah, no. no. Um, but, but then it, it took this weird turn. I remember, like, um, I, I posted a picture of her with, like, what I said. And, and oh, my God. And I it was, I, I swear, there's no malicious intent. It was just, you know, for context. Like, that, that was basically it. And, she and, fucking hated you. And, and, by the way, I've seen everybody do that, including her. And um, and then she just she just lost her mind. And she was, like, going oh, and she Yeah, she has a, and she said it has, like, a bullying note. And I thought, I don't even know what that means. Like, a bullying note, like may, okay, okay, may, maybe maybe had I made it a meme that said on the top "fuck you" and on the bottom "Affiliate Benson," then she would kind of have a point. But it did. It was just a picture, um, and then it just went downhill from there. Like I, I kind of couldn't believe uh, it. Yeah. Um, she's, well, she's even had it out with Robert Darby. I think he said. Like, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, you, yeah, if you can yeah. get into a fight yeah, with Robert Darby, Darby goes out of his way for that shit, man. Darby goes out of his way. Him and uh, Greta too. Oh, that's you, no, that's right. It was Greta. You're right. It was Greta. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this really weird experience with her too because I didn't. I honestly didn't really know who she was until about two years ago. I really like. I saw people complaining about some shoe thing with her, and I was like, Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? And then I, I finally I, I read up on it, and I was like, oh, Okay, I see. So people gave her money, and she used the money to buy shoes. I was like, Joke's on you, assholes! Like you get you chose to get your money. You chose. <laughs> 
I, I, hey, 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 speaking of money, I need to make the point that um, I made like 50 bucks off TV Myers in a YouTube video that I made about him. So I want to thank him publicly. Yeah. So thank um, you, PZ. Thank you. Yeah, but then uh, I don't know if you guys remember. Um, I, I can't remember exactly which controversy this was, but oh, I know it was the kid. I, I apologize for not remembering the name. The kid who was like, who like uh, the cop confronted him, and then they struggled in the car, and the cop shot him in the back or something. So she, I guess, said something on Twitter like, "If you disagree with me, then fuck off." I don't know what it was exactly. And some yeah, guy, some guy who said he was black, said, "Well, actually, there are some discrepancies in the testimony, so you know, it's worthy of investigation." And I guess she just yelled at him and blocked him. And then I, I wrote something to her like, "Well, wait a minute. If he's like, basically, why are you saying this? I don't quite understand." Or Is this I, still, I think you're I'm still talking about Greta Christina. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I might have made fun of her a little bit. I do that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then she just, and then she, she threw some insult and then blocked me and, and fine. Like she has a right to do that. I'm not complaining about that, but I was just like, I, I, I guess what I don't understand is some people out there, like the Sarkeesians, the Quins of the world, the, the Kevin Van Ors, fuck you, uh, the Victorians, fuck you, um, the Bensons, etc. I, 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 they don't seem as, and some of the game developers out there, like had one guy tell me like, I don't need you to sell my games. It's like, well, yes, you don't literally need me. But multiplying me by 10,000 people, yeah, you kind of do, asshole. Um, so, because it's like, I, I don't know if you people know how commerce works, but it's supply and demand. And yes, Credit Christina is in demand, and I don't deny that. But it her her whole business model Can is Can anyone writing... tell me why she is, though? That That is the part that I don't Nobody understand. Knows. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows yeah. the answer to that question. It's like, oh, everyone knows her name. So people want yeah. her name. Isn't that kind of a self-repeating cycle? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. well, and this is why, this is one reason why I've never gone to a, 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 a secular convention, whatever they're called, skeptic convention, because I, I, I see the same fucking names all the time and the same fucking topics all the time. And I'm like, this would cost, and, I'm not, yeah, and I'm like, okay, so, so you're asking me to fly across the country, usually, <laughs> to put myself up in a hotel, to get all my meals, to pay convention, whatever, you know, fees, um, to like sign some waiver that says that I will not hug anybody without their permission. Explicit express permission, by the way, explicit express permission. And that's only to go and see lectures I can see for free on YouTube whenever the fuck I want. Like, yeah, sign me up. I just, whatever. I might go to one of those conventions just to hug people. Just hug every motherfucker yeah. I see. <laughs> well, I mean, if, when you talk to someone like uh, Lee, Lee Moore, he goes yeah, there mostly I, for the socializing. Um, but again, and, and he is speaking. He is, he's, just so, I, if you guys don't know, Lee is going to be speaking uh, in the summer at uh, Pennsylvania. Um, what it's called in uh, Harrisburg. Yeah. Harrison, no, but... I know, I, and I support him, obviously, uh, absolutely, and obviously. But it's like again, Lee's going to be talking about the same old shit. And I don't want to go here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's like I, I mean, I, my my attitude about any of these kind of services or products, if you can call it that, is is very very strictly supply and demand. It's you want my money, convince me I should give it to you. In fact, um, Corey and I had this conversation with um with uh, Davis uh, months ago, where oh, yeah. he he and that the other guy were doing that documentary, the Circusian fact, and I I I. Just like Jacuzzi, I wish them no ill will. If they can convince 100,000 morons to give them money, <laughs> hey, more power to them. I mean, I, that's why I have said publicly multiple times, Jacuzzi is a fucking genius. She has convinced thousands of people's, people's, people to open their wallets. Like, that takes skill. I don't care what anybody says. I may not like what she says, but that takes skill. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. And once I do, I'm going to fucking, that, I'm going to quit my job and do that full time. Just convincing morons to give me money. Because, um, I church. Exactly. I, I didn't really care about the Sarkeesian Fact project, but I didn't have any problem with it. I just didn't see really any point to it, and I, I didn't feel like giving it money. That's just my personal preference. And I told them that. I was like, I, you have to convince me to give you my money. You're not doing that. So if you don't want to, that's totally fine, but you're not getting my money. Now, 
uh, Crypt of the Necromancer, I gave it my money because I read the pitch. I, I watched the pitch video. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a game I like to play. I can give it 10 bucks. No problem. Yeah. Do I think the Sarkeesian effect is worth 10 bucks of my money? No, I frankly don't. And I, I have every right to feel that way. And and you guys can go, well, come on, $10. Sure, just give it to him. No, I, I really don't. <laughs> ah, you can her. do it, Anton. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, and I feel very strictly about that. Whenever I hear someone say like, oh, you know, my game's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you haven't convinced me to, to buy it. And I'm the consumer. And so fuck you. Like, I, I'm your <laughs> boss. You need to convince me to give you my money. So the only... uh the the only time it really gets irritating to me a little bit is that some shows that are successful they'll they'll have entire episodes attacking uh christian charities and stuff like that because they're you know yeah. secular and then they will have their patreon for their little farts and giggles show and it's like <laughs> That's a it's great like title farts and giggles yeah it's like oh i, I enjoy the shows obviously because i listen to them but do yeah. you have to dedicate so much time attacking other people who are feeding children and doing stuff I don't agree with as well. Like I don't, I, I also criticize these people. But if you're going to be that bold about it, don't you think that maybe, like my my response after thinking that was I put up a page called Patreon Wars, and it has links to like seven different charities, nonprofits. Right. And uh, you know that doesn't mean I can't do my own Patreon at some point if I if I decide to have to do that to continue the show. It just means that at least I put that as a separate spot, and I encourage people if they like the show, think about giving some money to these guys because these guys are real nonprofits. I'm an why entertainer. Do, why, do, why do people use Patreon? I don't even understand why they use Patreon like that, because doesn't Patreon take a cut? Yep. Oh, probably, yeah. yeah probably. They must, because I also... Yes, just out of PayPal. Oh, no, PayPal probably takes a cut, too, of something. Yeah, but, from I mean... transaction. I mean, I don't well, care. It's because, <laughs> it's because I don't care about e-begging. Like, I'm fine with people asking for money. I'm just like, give me a reason to do it, and then I will do yeah. it. And I, I just haven't felt compelled. Like, like Steve Shives is a friend. Uh, he has a Patreon account. I don't feel the need to give Steve five bucks of my money every month. I just don't. I can watch that's, stuff for free. And that's what and, I was going to say is Patreon yeah. allows them to do it per episode or per week or per month. I think that's the appeal yeah. of it. Yeah. But I don't mind that he has it. Like, I don't think he's a bad person for having a Patreon account and asking people to give him money. I if But you're right. If he said, oh, people with Patreon accounts are assholes, by the way, give money to my Patreon account, then I'd be like, well, <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. do a whole show just about that. You people on Patreon <laughs> suck. I donate buttons on the right here. The <laughs> I mean, I've, I announced um, publicly on Last Games Experiment that I'm thinking about maybe having a Patreon account. And Brian rightfully made fun of me for because I, I said, like, for maybe for having um, for, for people buying me games that they want me to talk about a review that I don't necessarily want to buy myself. So not 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 profit that goes to me because I and I, I'm not even saying that's a great idea. Just that, that was a problem in my head. He was like, well, why don't you just ask for people to give you a Gamefly account? I was like, oh. Uh, yes, that's, that's, a, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, you know, just, I, I mean, yeah, getting some of that sweet Patreon or Kickstarter cheddar would be nice, but I just don't feel, uh, I guess, consciously or of good conscience just doing it to do it. I, I feel like that. I, I would like, do it. I want that internet money. I don't give a shit. I want to quit my job and just fucking play online all day. So well, see, that's, that, and that's donate thing, to like, me. Like, when, when Steve told me that that was his job, that that's all he did, I was a little surprised because, I mean, I know I, Steve has a big following now, but he's not exactly, say, Microsoft. Oh, no, let's not go there. He's not exactly, say, Geek and Sundry, who do tabletop and, and co-optitude or. He's or, not Rooster um, Teeth. Right, right. right. So. <laughs> Yeah. That's one. That's one. Brian always talks about. He loves it. Yeah. So it's I'm a, a company. company. Yeah. So I'm a little surprised that he. Um. It just. It seems like a very tenuous uh, arrangement. Like basically working for tips on some level. Like standing in the street doing street art for <laughs> tips. Okay. Um. But you know. I, 
if if he feels that that is a a, a reasonable enough income that well the patreon uh, is working for tips his youtube ads are right. where it, it's because then you would be doing street art and if everybody just passed right. by and looks at it you get paid well, like okay, yeah. just falls out of their it, pocket it just seems it seems unstable to me um ultimately i mean i guess you can argue anything is unstable like my job can go out of business tomorrow but it's not like like i i'm, I'm not dependent on my job selling ad revenue in order to get paid i am well, with, with youtube it's a numbers game because even right. like there's a lot of people that i used to follow that i don't watch anymore but they're still growing in numbers because they have the right. audience base oh sure yeah every person doesn't have to watch every single video i mean when you hit like you know a couple thousand like a few hundred thousand subs something like yeah. that yeah i mean you get like twenty five hundred dollars per million views per video and if you're putting out like seven videos a week and all of them oh, get sure, a million yeah. views i mean you're good and it's backwards too it scales backwards as well because then people that just saw the for the first right. time they'll go, watch we'll go back stuff. other videos so i mean it's yeah. scalable and it works really well for a lot of people um it's just getting that initial you've got to have like a watershed moment where everything like it just yeah. launches never before in the history of motion pictures has there been a screen presence so commanding so powerful so deadly he's conan the librarian can you tell me where i can find a book on astronomy don't you know the Dewey decimal system Conan, the librarian. I'm sorry. These books are a little overdue. <laughs> like that well, one on that, video or something. On that note, guys, I got to go, but uh, thanks for having me, and, and uh, best of luck to everybody. Not luck, but but best wishes to everybody, and uh, I'll see you all around the Weber tubes. All right, man. Have a good one. Okay. Later, man. He doesn't even wait for other people to say goodbye. I guess <laughs> last time I was on the thing with him. I know. Hey, He's like, all right, I'll see you guys later. Here. Drop call. I was like, oh, bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's uh, an Lee, asshole. What do you expect? Yeah. Lee said he might join us when he gets back from coffee, by the way. He lives a block yeah, from the coffee shop. I'll, I'll go, but I'll wait for you guys to say goodbye to me. What's right, that? Right. Oh, you're leaving? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I have to go. I'm, I'm going to take lunch. Well, it was good talking <laughs> to you, man. It was good talking <laughs> to you again. And I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad everything's going uh, going well. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. And I have to say thanks to everybody who's helped me out, too. I'm going to make sure that that's uh, it's really been a big deal for me and uh, humbling, at least. Yeah. Without help from the listeners and, and yeah, really up next is my campaign to earn me money. <laughs> exactly to get you a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> like Brian, why do you need money? I don't, I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you, Brian. Okay, so uh, we'll do Reaper Radio next calls. week I for sure. A, I can have a superfluous calls. What's that? This me. We'll do we'll do Reaper Radio next week for sure. Alrighty, All right, man. I have I have my Sundays more open now. I'll try calling in and messing yeah, with the show. Yeah, yeah, because I think I'll have a computer next week, too. So. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. Okay. All right, man. Thanks for being on, and, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, Always right. a pleasure. You talk to you later. All right. Yeah. Bye. And then there were two. <laughs> there were two. As it began, so it ends. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with Lee? Did he say he was going to join? Uh, well, it was on uh, Facebook Facebook message. It was uh, about 10 minutes ago, so I'm not sure uh, how long he's going to be, but he said he'd try a little bit later. So, ah. But until then, why don't you... Tell me what you've been up to. I know you're you're into game development now, right? Yeah, I'm going to school. Um, went to a really fun conference a couple of weeks ago for a game design game developers conference. Yeah, it sounded that fun. was fun. How long um, was it? It was three days. Nice. They um so the first night they the the two nights that were during the conference whatever they had um a sponsored event like the first night was by one company the next night was by another company. The first night was started off with a bar crawl in theory. It was like a scavenger hunt. Where you had to like fucking figure out shit from like video games and that would tell you what bar to go to and then you got to drink, take a picture of you drinking there or whatever. So I think they missed the fucking boat on what bar crawl means because (laughs) the furthest place away was like three and a half miles away. 
And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're downtown. Like, there's <laughs> there's fifty block, there's fifty bars in like three square blocks. Yeah. Why the fuck do you have me getting a taxi going across town to drink a shitty drink? <laughs> I was like, this is dumb. Like, we we spent two and a half hours going to thirteen different locations, and it, I was pissed because we came in second place. Because by the end of it, I was just like, like we split up. I was like, all right, you guys go over there, and we'll go over here, and then we'll meet back in a minute after we go to these two different places. And then they just fucking wandered off. The other half of my group, I'm calling like, where are you at? They're like, oh, we went over to the next place. I'm like, where the what the when you dropped the ball on the fucking plans? Like, how do you just you are terrible teammates? <laughs> this is not how this works. Remind me never oh, to play man. Call of Duty with you guys because I'll be like, all right, you guys, you got my back, guys. guys. <laughs> well, what's you? that? What's that one classic video? Mom, I have a sandwich. Sure. Yeah, I have a sandwich. <laughs> Turn off your mic. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, that was fun, though, that night. We went to this really cool um, barcade type place that has, it's a an arcade with like 50 or 100 retro games, and it's a bar, and the back bar was paid for. We didn't know this when we first got there, that they were paid for the fucking bar tab, and they had a separate bar in the back that all the gamer people should go to to order fucking drinks because it was covered. So we get there. My buddy orders like fucking seven Jaeger bombs for our whole team. He was like, oh, you Jaeger bombs, the first round of beers, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, fuck yeah. It was like $80. And they were like, oh, did they, did they do Jaeger bombs at the back bar? And we were like, back bar. And they were like, yeah, the one that the company's paying for it, it's free. And he's like, they say this as he's like signing his receipt. And he's like, what? So the rest of the night we go to the back one. And I had to keep grabbing two drinks at a time because I didn't want to wait in line. So I'd be like, yeah, I need uh, two PBRs, please. And they go, okay, here you go. And then I would go drink one, and I'm just standing in line holding the other one, like waiting to get two more. So we got kind of obliterated that night. It was a lot of fun. Um, we took an Uber to my house and then um, crashed there. And then this day two, it was – because I don't really get hangovers. Like I wake up, and I'm kind of fucking chipper and happy and shit. But um, the next morning we wake up, and we go to the fucking conference, and like 80% of the people were just walking around like bloodshot eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> they just look like death. And I was like, man, everybody looks like life sucks right now. <laughs> Too bad the second day didn't turn into uh... – walking dead uh convention because that'd be perfect for the team <laughs> yeah well the second day it was the the night that night was paid it was just at a club or whatever and they had like um some djs and shit playing but apparently like the local raver kids found out that there was going to be an edm show so they also showed up so it was a lot of fun watching about 150 nerdy dudes like stand there just kind of and then like all the hot raver girls come in yeah and they're like bouncing around dressed like pikachu and shit like on yeah. the floor and it's, it's sucking on their like lollipops or whatever yeah and they're being all hot and the guys are just like i don't know what to do right now and i was just like this is great i'm just like standing there watching i was like this is hilarious because they're all like having a good time dancing and they're, like dancing by these dudes and dudes are just like what the fuck do i do what is happening yeah there was one girl i actually recorded a video of this because it was the funniest shit ever i think she was on she was on some sort of drugs because she couldn't stop dancing and just grinding on her gay friend and her gay friend was literally standing there fucking holding his phone scrolling through facebook while she's just ass deep on his dick just like fucking grinding on him like she kept trying to like go dance with other people he would like grab her and pull her back but then um later that night i saw her with some other dude and um I don't know what happened with that, but she looked like she was ready to go somewhere and blow him in a bathroom. <laughs> That's probably why her gay friend was like hanging on to her, so she yeah. Like, I was like, he's just, I was like, he's over there on grinder while getting grinded on. <laughs> so that was fun, and then the third day was um really cool. That we went to there was a lot of really cool lectures that um were really good. Sorry, my dogs heard a noise, and then they have to go crazy. Sorry, right. yeah, um, dogs do. Yeah, I mean the lectures were really cool. The keynote was the by the guy that was the main creative director or designer behind um, Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Okay, so that was a cool that was a cool keynote. And then um, he talked about like a lot of the fun stuff they do in video games just to um, for the players to find like just little secret like Easter egg type shits. 
that uh, they'll put somewhere and they're like nobody gives a fuck about these things they're not integral to the game but the one dude that finds it first is so fucking happy about it and that's the point of like <laughs> easter eggs and shit like that because then he's like fuck yeah look what i found i found a cheese plate and they're like oh that's cool um the one lady that anton mentioned that we were, we were talking about the other night this uh, lady celia she's um a phd psychologist or something like that but she um, works with epic games and she uh does user interface design and like looks at it from like a psychological standpoint like you know there's oh, different shit yeah and it was that was a really cool lecture um Plus, she had a really cool accent. She was, like, French-Canadian. Okay. So she had a cool accent, and that was fun to listen to because she would stumble on some words that were weird words. So <laughs> They have a, yeah, they have an interesting accent. I, 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 I was in university for four years, and since I was in Ottawa, that means the river runs right past the city on the other side, the other kind of, like, third of the cities yeah. in Quebec. So technically a different city, but really it's, like, one big city. Yeah, there's and, a girl that I work with that's from um, Quebec, and she has the funniest accent in the entire planet. Because <laughs> I don't know if you remember that video, the the end of the world video, like, one of the first viral videos. It was like, so here's the earth. Man, that is a sweet earth. It's all round. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, she sounds exactly like that. She'll be at the store. She'll be like, I need the manager to the front lane so we can have some price overrides, please. And I'm just like, you're the girl from – you're, like, the girl version of the person that narrated that video. <laughs> Yeah, I've never been able to actually uh, really perfect that accent. You know, I was there, like I say, for four years. And it's just so weird. I can't the get it. The only way I can do that accent is if I think about that fucking video. Yeah. Like, man, here's the earth. It's so round. <laughs> and I can do that. And she was like, you can actually do that accent fairly well. And I was like, I based it on this one fucking cartoon I saw on the internet like eight years ago. That guy's video changed lives. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, I'll talk to her in that accent all the time. I'm the only person that she lets get away with it at work, too, because she's like, stop. Everybody else making fun of her accent. She gets all pissed off, but I'm just like, oh, okay, you go buy a nice house. It's a good house. <laughs> and she's like, all right, that's fine. You can get away with it. But, I went to, uh, I think, the end of my second year, I went to do an audition for Concordia University in Montreal. I was thinking about switching schools. And while I was there, I ended up hanging out with, um, there's a woman from that came to audition from Philadelphia and another one from Winnipeg, Manitoba. And both of them, while we were talking, started laughing at me for the way I say house. I don't know how it is, what's different about the way I say this word or used to say the word. I don't know. But yeah, I guess. But it's funny because they're from totally different parts of the map, right? And they were both laughing at me. You're both like, listen to him. He sounds funny. Yeah. yeah um, I did enjoy the conference because it gave me the opportunity to give a fuck you a moment to my professor at the time. Yeah. Because I was in a game documentation class where we had to write like game design docs for basically every week. I had to write like a five to eight page paper uh, about a new game concept or something like that. And one of the games I came up with was kind of like an open world crime game, like a crime sim. And he was trying to say that you could get in legal trouble, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't think you can. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. And uh, well, one of the panels I went to was a legal panel. And at the very end of it, they were like, so if anybody has any questions for the developers, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I just waited. The guy hosting it was actually like an IP lawyer. So I was okay. like, well, I want to talk to him. I don't care about the fucking panelists. That was great. They had fun stories, whatever. Um, so as soon as it's over, I run up to him, and I was like, hey, this is what's up. I showed him my discussion board post where the guy had said that, and he was like, yeah, you could probably get sued, but you'll win, and then you could probably counter sue for lost time and damages. <laughs> so it wouldn't be anybody's best interest to sue you ever this game. And I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. And then at one point in time, I would mentioned something about Bernie Burns, the creative director of Rooster Teeth, in one of the, in one of the discussion boards, and – because it was asking, what would you want to do at your company? And I was like, well, I'd like to be CEO and creative director. Like, I want to ensure the creative vision of the entire company, not just – he's like, well, that sounds like a project manager. I was like, yes, if there's only one project, not if I'm working on a bunch of different shit. <laughs> so I would rather be the creative director. Like, I was like, I kind of like what Bernie Burns does where he's the creative director behind that. And the dude, dude tried to Wikipedia me. He, like, popped up. Well, actually, Bernie Burns, it says he's a writer and director there. And he <laughs> linked to the fucking Wikipedia page. So I go to Bernie's Wikipedia page, and it says writer, director, horse puncher, zombie killer. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I replied with that. I said, well, it also says he's a horse puncher and a zombie killer. So, but every time he does a keynote or anything like that, the person either introducing him goes, and here's Bernie Burns, the creative director of Rooster Teeth. Or he'll come out and go, hi, I'm Bernie Burns. I'm the creative director of Rooster Teeth. So I'm going to go with that yep. before I go with the editable Wikipedia page. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, um, you know the guy enough to know what he does. Yeah, and I mean, the, and I also had tweeted at him and stuff like that too. But my final post of the class was like, "What did you learn?" I was like, "Well, when you need legal advice, go to a lawyer, and when you have a question about what somebody's job description is, call them <laughs> and ask them what their job is." Yeah. And he chimed in like a couple of days later and goes, "What did the lawyer say?" <laughs> and I told him he was like, "Okay, well, you know, just be careful in the future because you don't want to get stuck in some sort of legal battle." That I was like, "I know." I just, I just had to, because I tried to do it as diplomatic as possible, because he could still like fucking be an asshole and like fail the course or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that was a nice little moment to be like, nope, fuck you. Um, nice. It's just been going on working. I mean, I don't get to play video games as much as I would like because I'm busy all the time now. Um, uh, your 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 day job is still the uh, computer repair. Yeah, yeah, I still do that, and then I do school. Um, I've dropped back to one class this term right now, just so I have time because with taking Ubers and buses, my time is cut more short. Yeah during the day and um i'd like to at least still have some sort of semblance of a social life occasionally yeah so um i've cut back to one class i'm currently taking a java programming class which um is going to be interesting it's just first week right now so i had to write a program that changes decimal points to whole numbers and that took all of an hour plus but, you've uh, been with with uh when you guys do have an episode of reap so sounds like you do a lot of the technical work now well no i was just recording right now just because reap was um he didn't have any a setup, so we were having to call his phone. So I would record on this end and then just um, encode it and send it to him so he could upload it to his site. Um, not really. There's not. We don't really do anything. We don't do editing or anything on that show. Like literally, we record hit, after we hit stop. We just encode it and <laughs> post it. Yeah. Like I might go through and pull out the silences if there's any like large silence gaps in conversation, but I don't really um, necessarily do any. We don't do any editing. So it normally starts with Reap going, "Are you are you recording?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Okay, this is Reap's already <laughs> <laughs> recording." That's the that's the call line of the show when yeah. it starts. Welcome. Are we recording? Yeah, I'm <laughs> on redoing Apartment J's website because I want to basically all the content that's on there now is going to go away, and I'm going to start fresh with more of a gaming centric um, podcast type thing, and then eventually that's where we're going to post games that we develop. So yeah, that's uh, been fun. Um, I've gotten into a writing challenge with one of my buddies. Because he wants to write scripts, and I like writing dialogue. So, like every week or two, we'll send each other a prompt for like oh, a nice. sketch or something, and then we've got to write it out, and then we'll kind of say what we thought worked and what didn't. Yeah, Carl couldn't be here today. Uh, I know that he was talking about starting a new show for himself, uh, and then like recruiting some of us as voice talent for doing skits and stuff along yeah. the way. <laughs> well, we did a test run of that a while back, but yeah. um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we read him all his different characters and shit like that, so that was cool. I'm thinking about uh, making a little fake commercial here and there for my show. <laughs> Since I don't have real commercials, throwing in a fake you, one might you, be you make a press pack in case you ever talk to those people. That's right. <laughs> What's your promotional material? Oh, I have some. Hold on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if anything else. I mean, I go to the bar. Well, I'm trying to not go to the bar as much just because I don't need to spend money. Um, again, you can donate at Apartment J's website. There is a donation. <laughs> um, keep me floating while well, my wife's in Korea for a year. So that's uh, boring. Oh, but it's not as boring when you send her your gifts. <laughs> yeah, then I get yelled at. <laughs> so that's a, and now I've got to send her a Kindle in the not too distant future. So I've got to make sure I get the right one. The the advice for listeners who are wondering what we're talking about is that always make sure you get the Reese's uh, minis. Minis. There's a difference between minis and pieces <laughs> because apparently they're it's fucking astro it's light speed different. <laughs> Between minis and Reese's Pieces, because I thought she wanted Reese's Pieces, and I sent fucking three pounds of Reese's Pieces to Korea and paid $60 to ship this shit. 
And then I get a nice little text message going, I don't eat Reese's Pieces. I wanted Reese's Minis with a picture of what a Reese's Minis bag looks like. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. This is a visual aid. And she was like, now I've got to find someone to give these to. And my first thought that I wanted to say, but it would have been kind of a smart-ass thing, is you're teaching children. Throw them on the ground. Don't pick them up and eat them. Like, they can eat fucking Reese's Pieces. I don't think the whole country has a peanut allergy. So just fucking – there's plenty of people that are available to eat this candy. I don't think you'll have any difficulty getting rid – unloading three pounds of Reese's Pieces. It's not like we're talking fucking like health food. I didn't send you three pounds of kale, and now you got to figure out how to unload that. I've had a couple of people um, I know that go uh, to have gone to China. I think it is more specifically to teach, though. And it's interesting. I didn't realize that a lot of Chinese people are basically uh, lactose intolerant. Yeah, because I guess they didn't have that as part of their culture, so they never built up the kind of the. Uh, yeah, they don't the, build the um, the um what the is digestive. Uh, yeah, lactate, lactate, lactate. There's something that's enzyme. Um, some... Yeah, there's an enzyme that you use to process um, lactic acid or something like that, but it makes you lactose intolerant. So if we ever need to defeat them in a war, we just drop tons of cheese and milk. They'll be busy farting and <laughs> just make them fucking like fresh mozzarella. And instead of hand grenades, we're just pitching like one pound bundles of mo mozzarella into the thing. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, I'm trying to decide if I want to maybe attempt to do stand up. Oh, nice. Um, I've got some bits worked out sort of in my head. I've got to talk to my buddy Carlos because he's an actual road comic about working some of the ideas out. My big thing is just crippling fear of a stage Yeah. because I am fine talking to a room of a bunch of people. If I'm on the floor that they are Yeah. the second, I'm like three feet above that. Mm -mm, not so much. It <laughs> fucks with my head. Like when I was in New York, the first time I was up there and Lee had me up on stage, like my mouth's dry. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't even talk about the thing I'd planned to talk about. I just talked about some other funny shit I'd noticed while I was there. <laughs> and everybody was like, Oh, that was funny. You were good. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was fucking ready to kill myself. <laughs> and then the next time I was up there, I started just talking to the audience. Like I was standing beside the stage on the ground, but I just said some stuff and talked to them totally fine. Didn't climb up. Nothing, nothing was wrong, but I was like, there's something about being three feet higher than everyone else that fucks with me. It's, um, so, it's a, some kind of a power dynamic that uh, one of the best pieces of advice I got from a uh, an acting, uh, well, my mentor, she told our class first year I was there that everyone, everybody has stage fright in some way. And people who say otherwise are liars. <laughs> it's just a matter of some people are more easily able to kind of to deal with the different kind of situation in a yeah. way that like for me, uh, when I was younger, I used to be a church goer. I would go to the front of the church only now, every now and then for something. And I would be really overwhelmed by being up there. And I would lean for support. I would lean my body onto the podium while I was talking. But I found out later that everyone thought I was the most relaxed speaker we had in the church because they thought I was just so easy going up there. I was like, you, were just you like know, on the thing. yeah, I'm like, you know, my legs were weak and I was uh, leaning on the podium. <laughs> See, it's more because like whenever I'm up there, it's it's like this uh, crazy adrenaline rush because I even drank a couple beers just trying to chill out for a minute. And actually, the last time now to think about it, when I was when Lee was still living here in North Carolina, we did a fundraiser for a project that we wanted to work on at a club. And there was like 60 to 100 people in the room. And we walk out on stage. I've done like four or five Jaeger bombs just trying to cool my nerves. We go out on stage and I'm like, yeah, this isn't working. So I just walked off the stage into the crowd and I was fine. Yeah. I was just like walking around the room talking and I was fine doing that. It was just like, for some reason, a stage fucks with my head. If you, uh, if you start doing things on stage, uh, frequently, like if you did stand up and you started doing it more frequently, yeah, I mean, I would get over it. it you, just, you adapt. It yeah. 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 yeah you adapt. And I know that it's just that, that for, because like I said, when I went, was in New York and I was on stage, I forgot like half the shit I was going to talk about. And I just started talking about other funny shit that I'd noticed, like yeah. the dude with his hand in his pants on the subway and like other goofy stuff like that, that I just thought was cool about New York. <laughs> And talking to the crowd, honestly, because I, I really like that interacti interactivity. 
Um, it's one of the things I really liked about Paula Poundstone's stand-up back in the day was that she would just start talking to people in the audience and just making jokes because I'm better at improv than I am like coming up with a bit. Like I've got a couple of bits in my head, and every time I tell them now to like buddies and shit, let's kind of work it out, it, it changes. And I modify this part or do this part or something like that, and it – but it's still like would I remember that if I was on stage with fucking lights in my face and shit? Probably not. I'll just start talking about something else. So that and I, talk, I realized that I talk fast a lot of times. Because when I have to call people and tell them their computer's ready and they're old, they tell see, me multiple times to slow down. See, but well, what you're doing right now, you were just noticing that. this is You're saving yourself money on education that I got because these are the types of tips. Uh, kind of, uh, oh, it's, that's, that's why we have directors in theater and even in film. The only reason you need them isn't because they're magically important to the entire project. It's because actors or performers or speakers can't see outside of themselves back in. So you need someone who's like a talking mirror to kind of reflect these yeah. things that are going on. Well, I mean, on. I've always tried to do, like, I think an examined life is a good life. I mean, you've got to look at what you're doing and how you're doing it. Yeah. Um, I have been having a lot of fun at work fucking with one of some of my coworkers, though. That's, <laughs> that's become my fucking joy in life. I've got one guy there that was, he's like said he was scared of ghosts one day, and I was like, it's fucking on. I was like, my, the rest of my time is going to be to fuck with you now. Did you so, hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> well, I got him one day. So one day, fucking me and this other dude that I work with, he's a he's a British guy. He's from England, and he's but he's a, a Indian from like um, somewhere in India. I'm not sure, like somewhere South India. But he grew up in England, so he's got a very British proper accent. Okay. And he's one of the funniest fucking dude. Like he's really fun to have conversations with because he's like 50 years old, but he's seen a lot of shit and he's been around. But I think he just likes to fuck around too. So we just start fucking with this dude at work. <laughs> Dude was talking about – he was like, did you see that movie with the vamp? He was like, yeah, we were talking about vampires for some reason because I was like, do you believe in this other shit too? Do you like think ghosts are real? And he was like, well, there's that movie about vampires like in Alaska or whatever, and we both know what he's fucking talking about. But neither one of us – was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And he was like, the movie with the fucking vampire because it's dark all the time, and we're like – what do you do? What what do you is was this a documentary? Do you think there are vampires in Alaska? <laughs> and he was like, no, I mean it was based in Alaska. Like it was a thing. I'm not sure what it was. I was like, do you think vampires are real? Like, was, do you think this movie was a documentary that you were watching? He was like, I don't know. I don't. It was, a, and we got him fu so fucking frustrated. After like 20 minutes, I was like, we know what you're talking. About. You're talking about 30 Days a Night, and that was a fucking movie based on a comic book. And he was like, <laughs> okay, thank you. But now every single time somebody new comes over to the department. I go, hey, do you know he thinks 30 Days a Night's a documentary? <laughs> and then I'll watch him struggle for about three minutes trying to explain why that's not true. <laughs> and that's because they'll go, what the fuck are you talking about? Actually, that is inaccurate. Allow me to explain. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he, he's, they're like, what do you mean 30 Days a Night? Do you really think that? He goes, no, it's not like that. We were just having a discussion, and I mentioned this movie, and they didn't want to – they were doing – and he's like just fucking tripping over himself trying to figure out how to explain it. And they're just like, okay, dude. And I'm like, see, he thinks it's fucking real. He also believes in ghosts and shit. He's weird. He thinks Doctor Who is based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, they're time lords and shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, that's become one of my fun things to do at work now because I get so fucking bored there because it's a lot of repetitive shit. Yeah. Like I listen to so many podcasts now, like fucking Bill Burr's podcast. Um, I've been tracking down all the things that Louis C.K. has been on. Um, yeah, I do a lot of listening to podcasts at work now while I'm just like fucking waiting for shit to load. Most of my day is spent watching an hourglass or a beach ball spin. Yeah, uh, there's there's a couple of the, uh, well, I know A News is uh, you guys haven't done one in a long time, um, so I, that's I, I kind of think of that as on hiatus because uh, I'm not giving up on it yet. <laughs> that is correct. Um, I'm not sure when we'll start back. Lee was going to all that shit with We Are Atheism, yeah, and all that fun jazz. So um, that and just finding time to do it, and if we want to do guests, do we want to continue to do a Google yeah. Hangout or do we want to do a, just an audio recording and then post it? Um, if it does come back, it's probably going to migrate over to the A News Reports page as opposed to Apartment J's front page. Okay. Because um, Apartment J is going to maintain – I'm maintaining it as my umbrella company for the gaming stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And not because I'm as long as people, as long as you help people define it, they'll switch over to yeah. wherever it is. Well, I, I just got to put a, a, a forwarding RSS in there so it knows to go over to that domain instead of the other one. What is that fancy talk? Is that uh, Arabic? So, yeah. so <laughs> the way podcasts work for those that don't know, um, they're delivered to iTunes by an RSS feed. You're giving away all our secrets. <laughs> and there's a really fu- there's a really fun thing in the um, syndication software I use that you can put a forwarding address, and then after iTunes picks it up enough times at that forwarding address, it'll just automatically change it to that i'm trying to think of what i haven't talked about on other shows um i've, I've been doing games experiments sometimes with anton that's yeah. kind of fun i was getting, I, little, you know, I was getting little squabbles about I've things been, i've been enjoying the fact that like I, like I tell people um there's two kind of reasons that uh, brought me into doing my show um the one is my own personal reasons and stuff i'm going through and all that stuff and they need something positive the other one is there are people in i don't know if i'm getting tired of kind of calling it the movement or whatever but there are people that i would watch online and I wanted to be able to, have, you know, do what I could to try and bring even more people to be aware that you guys are doing stuff because most of us do this on our spare time. We do yeah. it at our own expense. And I was seeing kind of like the last wave of popular people, you know, uh, these SJWs squandering the publicity that they, they had gotten with the rise of atheism and the rise of skepticism. So I, long story short, now that I made it long. I enjoy watching you guys develop into your own fields and stuff like that. Like you're all kind of specializing out of this general area that we start kind of getting to know each other in. Now, since the operation is tomorrow, I thought it might be a good idea to just kind of close the book, you know? So I just wanted to share my final thoughts with each one of you. Meg, you're so beautiful on the inside, but it's very important that you know your limitations. What do you mean? I know they say reach for the stars, but if we all did that, there'd be nobody left here on Earth, right? I guess. (laughs) Ha ha, there you go. Chris, I have watched you grow from a little boy into the young man you are today. I know sometimes life seems tough, but you just remember to reach for the stars. You really think I can? I know you can, slugger. Yeah. So I I don't... So I got involved with the atheist community stuff just because Lee was like, I want to make a show. And I was like, I like making shows. Um... (laughs) The second they became annoying, yeah, I was like, I don't want to play with people that I'm gonna take my mind and get home. Like, I don't want to fucking hang out with them anymore. Yeah. So that's that's where like the weird version of, and it's not because I have any distrust for the community or anything like that. I'm just like, I don't, I do this for jokes, man. Like, I like to have fun and make yep. fun of shit. And if you're gonna get all butthurt over that, uh, go fucking listen to something else. Go fucking do something else. There's a million things on the internet. There's like, how many hours of shit is uploaded to YouTube every minute? Like, you are actively behind. Every time you watch a video, you're actively behind by like <laughs> hundreds of hours. Yep, it's true. So there's so much of the shit. Cha- I don't know why this change the channel thing has not gotten through to somebody. I keep saying it. I say it every. Fu- I've been saying it for five fucking years. Change the fucking channel if you don't want to hear the shit. Like you don't like it, don't watch it. If you're just watching it so you can have something to get mad at. Yeah, you know? I think I think that's exactly what it is for some people. Is they, I mean, it's pop- the same reason I scroll really fast past anybody that posts something about a uh, uh, ASPCA or abused dogs or some fucking hillbilly that went to Africa and shot a, a rhino or a cow or something. Same reason I just scroll as fast as I can past that shit because I don't even want that in my day. Yeah. But some well, I mean, people just there, like to fucking get offended. There are times I can deal with that stuff and there are times that I can't, right? That's just human nature. Uh, but yeah, if I think some people, they, they thrive on the conflict to some extent. I've known people in, in my personal life, in real life, who uh, we've been friends for years and they love arguing. Yeah. I, I can argue, so I don't mind. But other friends that I have, they just leave the room. They can't stand yeah. it. It's just oh, well, I love a good argument. I just don't do discussion boards and message boards. I hate – like even with that professor, like I wrote a couple of little replies, and I was like, eh, it's a waste of time. 
<laughs> like I literally just said, I'm not going to have this conversation anymore. I just said, thanks for the advice. And then I went and asked a fucking lawyer. Yeah. Cause I was like, this is a waste of my fucking time. I don't like typing out an argument because I hate having to go back and find punctuation that I missed or something like that. When I'm like, call me on Skype. We can talk. <laughs> like <laughs> if you want to fucking fight with me, we can record it if you want to post it, but I don't want to have this conversation in a text format. And that's, I've always been like that. Yeah. Like I say, I, even though I try to have a guest with something serious to say, and I take pride in, in sort of the editing element of my show, it is entertainment. Like, I mean, I'm not yeah. delusional about this. So, so far I haven't gotten a whole lot of hate. Um, there was, one, there's a couple of people so far that got upset with me, but not like, much. Well, right? hate, we can, we can facilitate that. We can facilitate it right now. <laughs> Let's Start talk about shit. <laughs> let's talk about how women are not as intelligent as men. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> all the stupid things bitches do. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's it's one of those things where there's a lot of stuff that I am pro. Like I'm for equality. I'm not against like fucking. No, you shouldn't have shit that I have. Fuck you. But I don't like when people just try to declassify someone because they are something. And I'm like, I know it's not like reverse racism, reverse sexism, but it's reverse something. It's, 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 there, there's something somehow. there where you're being a hypocrite. Like yeah. you're, you're, there, there's someone being an asshole about this and it's not the person still fighting for equality. It's yeah. the person fighting to shut up the person that's fighting for it because they don't match their specific narrative. Yep. And you know, I mean, I can talk about serious shit like that, but I always have to frame it in the form of a dick joke or something funny. And then it, that kind of takes the sting out of it. And I try to remember too, you know, that, uh, I've had this before where someone wants to have an argument with me and like we're on social media and I'll be like, look, um, normally if I had time, I would, but I just don't have time. So I'm not going to do it. And I'm just going to let you right now. No, up front, I'm not going to do it. I'm just yeah. not worth my time right now. Yeah. And they get, they, they'll, get they'll lose, they'll lose their shit with me. It's like, dude, like I'm just telling you, I don't have time. Like it's not worth it to me right now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that people, they want to get in this like fucking type off online against each other. And I'm just like, nah, I don't, I don't, it's, nah, next. There's, there's other things to do that I could be laughing at. I could go watch a cat video and be more satisfied than having an argument with you. Um, <laughs> you know, and a lot of times, like I'll post something on Facebook that is about something that's actually important in the real world. And, but I frame it in such a way that it's very hard to like argue with. Yeah. And then like, I'll just get a whole bunch of likes. And no fucking comments, even though I know there's some people sitting there going, how do I fucking fight this on How do I, how do I argue with this fucking comment? <laughs> like, he, he, he's covered both ends. Like, both ends of the bases are covered in here because he put this weird juxtaposition in here that I can't fight. <laughs> and they're just fucking, like, gnash, like chewing on pencils and something like that. And that makes me happy. Yeah. Well, we had uh, the two most hateful people came out with, uh, what was the subject matter? It was... It was before we even had Dean on the show. It was because I didn't mean to, but we had like two and a half weeks with four episodes. It was all MRA. I call it my, our MRA month. <laughs> it started with me going, oh, we have time this uh, this upcoming week. We could probably do a couple of shows like this weekend while I have time. Then I use time to edit them as the next couple of weeks go by. And so I sent out a few requests and Dean Esme and Micro Micromedia both were like, okay, we're on. So they're like, cool. And Micro ended up being split into two because we talked for three hours. So that's three episodes. And then because of the Dean Esme one, uh, Paul Elam contacted me and was like, I'm coming up with a book with this, uh, Dr. Tara and we'd like to be on your show. So that was the next one. So I had two and a half weeks of MRA. <laughs> and yeah, I'm surprised they haven't lit your shit on fire yet because of that. You know, I expected more people to be angry, but I guess because I started out from the skeptical perspective and I yeah. made it clear that you're allowed to disagree with us or skip episodes or put in negative comments or whatever. Uh, I think people just respect the fact even if they disagree with the last few episodes. They're just like, well, fuck it. Most Sometimes I think they just realize that it might be futile and they can go get clicks somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I mean, like with a lot of the blog, the drama bloggers and stuff like that, I don't <laughs> – like my the biggest thing to me is like Tumblr. 
because I posted about this. Half of Tumblr is like hardcore social justice warrior shit, and the other half is the most fucked up rape-esque type porn I've ever seen in my life. Like it's one or the other, and yeah. why those two aren't fighting each other constantly and leaving everyone else alone, I don't know because it's literally a venue for – ah, these people need these things and blah, 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 blah. And watch me tie this person to a bed and fuck them with a machine. <laughs> and it's those two things are what exist on there. And then there's like a couple of people that talk about cakes. But other than that, <laughs> it's just those two fucking weird areas and they never fight. I uh, had somebody post, I never posted anything on Reddit. I'm very unfamiliar with how that works there. I, just, like, I love Reddit. Major... I, fucking blew, I had fucking 50 pages deep every morning. I'm just sitting there like fucking next. Like I follow a lot of but video game stuff like on a, there. And... But it's like a, like a comprehensive interconnected web of forums, right? Essentially. Yeah. yeah. And uh, some, I've never posted on there, but someone posted a link to uh, one of the entries I had, which was just a, a song I did called Pac-Man versus Wu. And it's the David Pac-Man and Brianna Wu interview. And I mixed it into a song. Where to me, like, now I didn't do it outright, but to me, everything I put in there indicates that she's got some kind of personality disorder, <laughs> right? And I call it symphony of the personality disorder or something like that. About symphony of the borderline personality. <laughs> but and tons of people came over from Reddit from someone posting that, people I don't even know, and they were looking at it. And the only comments I saw there were like, I don't get it. <laughs> so well, like, Reddit, no, don't read, if, if I've learned anything, don't read the comment section unless you're, look, unless you're looking for like a porn source. Yeah. <laughs> Like to an animated GIF or something like that that's out there. If you're looking for the source, it'll probably be in the comments. Other than that, it's just fucking annoying. Like <laughs> I learned that a long time ago. Comment sections are where the internet goes to die. Yeah. And I mean, you might find some interest on some subreddits about like recipes or fucking food or something like that. But like most of it's just talking shit. Yeah. And it's either saying cool stuff about the the original post or negative stuff about it. So I mean, either way, it kind of cancels itself out. And I just look at the original content and then move on. I you know it's funny with her in particular is that. I assumed that people were just trolling and being mean when they were like, this is this is a guy that, you know, tr uh, transitioned into a woman. And uh, it turns out it was true, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I guess I don't, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think that this was a beautiful woman I was looking at, but I just thought they were being mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, I've heard that as well, that she's um, trans and that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, the important part is that she's fucked in the head. <laughs> Yeah. See, and I, I like I, I treat those people like they're toxic. Like every everything in that whole side, I'm just like it's radioactive. Don't get involved. Yeah. Because they're not gonna hurt really anything over time. I mean, they're just loud, and then they'll find something else to be pissed off in the near future. Um, yeah, well, I was talking to some friends last night. Like they, everybody has like the Facebook newsfeed for brains because if it's not, if, if once it gets about three days old, nobody cares anymore. Yep, that's true. Yeah, it's true. So. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it works. I mean, the riots going on in Baltimore, everybody was like, fuck yeah, blah, blah, blah. And there's still people that, that are involved, which they need to be, because that's actually like a rebellion that needs to happen against fucking people being mistreated by police officers that are supposed to be there to serve and protect. But after they arrested those people, they were like, victory, and just fucked off. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 that's, that's not, it's not over yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's still things going on. There's a guy I'm going to try contacting. If not him, I'll try and get someone on the show. Uh, it's my next kind of area of interest. This guy in particular, he works for – he's uh, well, one of the guys that uh, speaks for – it's called LEAP, Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. And so he's a retired officer, and he happens to go to Baltimore. So it, those are two great topics I can talk to him about at the same time, right? And I think they're very connected. What kind um, of prohibition? Are we talking about like, getting rid of alcohol again? No, no. He's against prohibition. So he's, he's talking about getting rid so of – he doesn't want to get rid of alcohol. No. He, instead of treating uh, drug use as a crime, treat it oh, okay. as a public health crisis, right? Yeah. And uh, he has a couple of reasons for it, including he said, you know, uh, he, in the interview I saw him talking, he, he said, uh, 
him and his, he was retired already, I think. He talked to his friend. Yeah, his friend's going to go on this thing to, to, to bust somebody, uh, a higher up drug guy from the middle guy that they already had. And then his friend got shot in the head. It's other officer. And he's like, for what? Like, really, what was this for? Yeah. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Um, and as far, I saw him speak also for 19 minutes on the Baltimore area because he's from that police force and he doesn't hold any punches, man. Like <laughs> he's like, it needs to be purged. And he's like, there are ways to do this. He goes, you know, they have, there's three legs to a good police force he's got, he goes, they got the first two training. Uh, there's training. I forget what the other one is like equipment or something like that, or like facilities or capabilities. And the last one though is accountability. He's like, there's no accountability here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're like, I don't know why cops are just switching automatically to having a gun out, like d- d- taser, maybe start there, work your way up. <laughs> I mean, oh, Bob, I, I didn't want to chase him. I just wanted to, sh- I just shot him, man. I don't want to run. <laughs> you know, tasers. I mean, take their bullets away and replace them with rubber bullets because at least that hurts, but it doesn't kill you. Yeah. I mean, they, the use of lethal force, I mean, I get it. Like, dude's trying to run away, doesn't want to get caught. Like, give him a fucking bolo and have him sling it and wrap his yeah. feet up. Give him a net. I don't know. Give him a net gun. A blow dart, even. Yeah, just to fucking sleep. Yeah, give him, like, the, get some smart people to create the night night guns from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. that just knock you out. Yeah. His, his idea about purging, though, is specifically that if, a, if an officer breaks the law, there's no second chance. You're fired. That's it. Yeah. And what this does is it eventually creates ranks of people who don't feel the need to cover for each other on, on the ground level. Um, well, there's other stuff involved as well, but this is, I think, the most important idea he has. For, so, for instance, he says right now, their uh, their internal, what do they call it, internal force, internal whatever. Internal affairs. Yeah. He goes, he knows for a fact that they have a list of officers who have perjured themselves and written false reports to the court. Those people shall be fired right away. Yeah. Because that's breaking the law. There's a difference between making a mistake and clearly factually breaking the law. I mean, law. if you're just breaking, if you're just doing that and lying so you can get the conviction that you want so you don't look like an asshole or something like that, I mean, the, the FBI does that shit too, where they'll just lie about evidence and stuff like that to get a conviction yeah. that they want or to get the some resource that they needed. Oh, yeah. Um, that, yeah, that shouldn't be, they shouldn't stand for that. That shouldn't shouldn't happen. That's the issue because I don't have a problem with cops. I have a problem with people like shockingly abusing their power. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's another thing. He said that the sergeants that they have, they're supposed to take care of their teams that are out doing their work every day. He said that in, in Baltimore, there, there's, this is one, one of the places, not the only place, but they're so overwhelmed with how much they give them that they essentially don't oversee anything. They're just filling out paper and moving from one station to another all day long. And he says, you need to stop that. They need to be in one station, focusing on one team and actually answering calls and being on, on connection with them. And I, I just assume that that's what they did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes sense. They don't do that. <laughs> I mean, like having a supervisor that you see like once a month on the floor while you're working in the factory. It's like, that's yeah. not going to go well, man. It's not going to go well. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to keep control of everything if you're never there? <laughs> so this is what your, your big first video game is going to be is that. You can choose to be the rioters or you can choose to be the police officers. <laughs> See, actually, the game that I got in the argument about the legal thing was I wanted to make a game that was an open world sandbox where you could be a, a good cop, bad cop, vigilante, or villain. Nice. That wasn't that far off, man. <laughs> yeah. And um, you would have bad cops that would clue on in the fucking bad guys or whatever to be like, hey, they're going to raid this fucking building, blah, 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 so get your guys out, stuff like that. And you, it would be like an online network of just people in a city, like trying to be good or bad. Um, you could level up based on the influx of... If there's just everyone wants to be a villain for the first month or two, so then like cops could level up way faster 
Yeah. But then when it balances out, you know, then the, the, the leveling would become balanced again. It's kind of like a dynamic thing like that that I wanted to make. And he was like, well, if people planned a crime in the game and then they did it in real life, I'm like, I'm not giving them the actual combination of the fucking bank vault downtown. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That is a it's gross a misunderstanding. City. Yeah. That's like, I'm going to make a game where you break into safes. Well, what if someone really breaks into a safe? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I didn't give them the actual combination, you jackass. Like, it's not my safe at my bank. Like, fucking, I'm not putting many, the schematics of the vault to Wells Fargo up. How many years of backlog lawsuits do you have for movies where people get shot in a bank yeah. robbery or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, because uh, I even read, I read I was like, well, nobody got fucking in trouble over Doom. They tried to sue over Doom when the kids shoot up schools. They fucking try to sue over Grand Theft Auto because they think it does something like that. Nobody ever fucking wins those because it's – there's a big old fucking disclaimer, and also people need to know that it's a fucking video game and not real life. <laughs> And that's I'm the, suing because my son lives in a garbage can. He used to watch Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> suing PBS. God damn you, uh, PBS. He, he has a shitty attitude about everything. <laughs> my other kid thinks he's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> and he hangs out with a heroin addict. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's that stuff is all just frustrating. That's why I don't even know where I was going with that after that point. Just it's fucking make believe. Get over it. Yeah. That's great, man, though. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you get uh, to do some work that you really like. You well, know? that's that's kind of the goal is to go just to start producing stuff that I want to make and or me and my buddies want to make and not – I don't want to fight through a fucking QA position at a game company. I don't want to fight trying to go up the ranks of a programming job to finally maybe in 20 years getting to create a game. I'm like, well, just go to fucking start making shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it might take 20 years to make a game but with the limited resources, but at least <laughs> I did it. But it's becoming it. it's becoming more within people's grasp, right? If you yeah. if you know how to use what tools. Yeah, I mean, it's, if you, Unity's free to use, that's an engine. It comes with built-in shit. You can um fucking get models like assets and shit like that online for fucking user free. Yeah. So I mean, people can do stuff, or you can make a couple of buddies at the college that want to make stuff, and you just kind of work together on a project. So I mean, a couple of the game design docs actually want to make that I was just like thinking, like, cause I pull a lot of shit out of my ass sometimes whenever I have to write a paper. <laughs> like I remember there was like many there was a couple of those five to eight page game designs that I, I came up with about four or five hours before they needed to be submitted. And I was just like, ah, I type, 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 type. And I was, by the end of it, I was like, I kind of want to play this game now. <laughs> like it would, it would be something like that. And I don't know if it was just because it was something I thought of that made me, I had a bias in it just because I thought of it. But um, it was, well, of course I have a bias because I thought of it, but it was still, some of them seemed like kind of cool, like concepts. I remember when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, um, for me, I'll always remember that game because I'd always wanted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always. They had a car game. I'm like, you know, like Twisted Metal 2 when it came out. I don't know if you ever played that. I loved it. Yeah. But I'm like, I wish you could get your character to get out of the vehicle and do stuff. Yeah. Um, so it just, whenever there's a game, I always wanted to be able to be in the vehicle or out. I wanted to do See, both. See, I love the sandbox thing, like GTA Five. Yeah. Like, I've got it on PC and I've got it on Xbox One. I've, I've bought, like, three different copies of that fucking game. But, yeah, I mean, there's... um. Tons of stuff to do in that game. Like, I mean, go play golf. Like, I spent an hour and a half playing on the golf course. Not playing golf, just driving fucking golf carts into the ponds. Yeah. Like, jumping them off sand hills <laughs> into the water. Like, ah, Well, I, uh, one of my things, when it's here, because my, uh, sometimes my nephews take it, sometimes it's here. Uh, when it's here, and I feel like having a little bit of a relaxation after a stressful day, I'll grab it, and I'll just drive down the sidewalk in a sports car as fast <laughs> as I can. <laughs> I See, don't know I what don't... sick satisfaction I get out of that, but it is so much fun. There's just fun stuff to do like that in the game, and I don't know. Like, I love those open-world sandboxes like that where you can just go fuck around. Or it's just so much fun. Climb up on, you find a ladder, just a random ladder. You climb up on, like, the multiple floor, like, third, fourth floor. You pull your sniper rifle, yeah. and you go to an intersection and start firing at people waiting at a red light. <laughs> 
I mean, dude, like with the mouse and keyboard, like because I was had it on Xbox first, and I got it on computer. Mouse and keyboard make that game so much better. Oh yeah, because just yeah, I can take out the fucking anybody in the game before they can even get out. Of, like when the cops are called or whatever, I can take out the two people in the driver's seat before they even get out of the car. I'm just like, this is so easy with a fucking mouse and keyboard. <laughs> um, driving, not so much. So I have to. Switch. I have an Xbox controller hooked into my computer as well. So when I get in a car, I pick up my controller to use the controller because the analog sticks are you know pressure sensitive. Oh yeah, versus that's right, keys, yeah. I'll just like I've got a gaming keyboard, so it's like a green. Switch. Like, so, tap 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 tap. Yeah, it'll it'll fucking ninety degree turn like just by one click, and I'm like, well, that's not good. <laughs> so, just yeah, imagine I, the guy in the car. <laughs> yeah, it's it, dude, it's really like that. Like I tried to do one race with the mouse and keyboard. I was like, I think I'm gonna turn on my Xbox controller and use it for driving. So now I switch between. I have it right here in front of me, and I switch between the two whenever I'm playing. But yeah, so you're gonna be you're gonna be making video games. Yes, um, doing podcasts, hopefully filming sketches. Lee never never showed up uh, for the show today, but uh, it does not look like he did. <laughs> um, that was the big coffee. Lee is getting into uh, We Are Atheism and starting to speak at conventions, apparently. So that's cool. Yeah, he's mentioned that to me also. Um, we have a convention, actually, it's going to be like an hour from where I am here in Ontario called the Non-Conference for Non-Believers. Yeah, I've heard about that. And one of the things that's hopeful is not is, is first I spoke to before I spoke to them, I spoke to Lee. And so he's somebody who's new on the, on the docket and he's talking about how this is starting to happen where you're getting some new people starting to, instead of the same people always on the yeah. same speaking tour, uh, the non-conference essentially, uh, aside, aside from their, um, Lawrence Krauss, uh, these people are not the regular guys at all. Uh, most of them, I can't pronounce their names because most of them come from Muslim countries where they had to flee. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, and the whole point of his conference is to have new types of speakers and to kind of pick a theme from each year that's relevant at the time. Well, that's good. And yeah, so I'm hoping more conferences catch on to this because their sales must be going down at, on some level. Like, who wants to go and see the same speakers every year? The fanboys of the speakers. I mean, like people that they want to see big names a lot of times. That's why you have openers and then you have a closing band or something like that or a headliner because they're the ones that's going to put asses in seats, honestly. Yeah. I mean, if they have a big audience, they're going to get people. But it's good to see that the internet is helping people that didn't have a big audience gain an audience. Yeah. So, and that's more important things like YouTube, podcast, stuff like that have helped out a bunch of people. I mean, Steve started out with us a long time ago. I mean, I found him online and he he didn't have, but like, I think a few hundred subs. Steve Shive? Yeah. Yeah. He was on some of the- Yeah, that's shows. right. Uh, very babies. early on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I saw a video of his and I was like, this guy seems pretty funny. So I contacted him. I was like, hey, do you want to uh, work together? And he was like, fuck yeah. So we had him on. We, he did a bit every week for us and he would send it to me and I would cut it into the show. And um, I mean, that was a lot of fun working with him. And now he's- Doing well. <laughs> yeah, making a living at it. That's, so, that's good. I, I know there's a couple of videos I watched of his that I didn't agree with what he had to say, but uh, anyone who can find an audience, um, you know, all well, power to Nobody's going to agree with 100% of anybody. No, that'd be an unrealistic so, expectation. Yeah. Still, they should all agree with me. <laughs> and me too, because I don't really – like, that's the funny thing is people think I'm serious about everything that comes out of my mouth, and I'm like, sometimes I'm just saying it because I think it's funny. Like, I don't have all the same beliefs that some people think I do about some situations and issues. I'm like, no, well, if we want to be honest about it, this, but that's not funny. <laughs> so, I mean, that's – a lot of the things I say are jokes, and people take it too serious. And they're like, he's being completely honest all the time. No, I'm making fucking jokes, dude. I'm entertaining. I'm not fucking – I'm not writing a, a thesis paper. <laughs> so uh, I know two, two of the guests I've had on the show – have now uh, been featured uh, with Richard Dawkins Foundation's website. Um, Tombstone's been on there for, as a musician. So what I'm hearing is that your show is a stepping stone to Dawkins. No, I, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Everyone that's on my show has a better chance. Uh, <laughs> uh, his Facebook page has approved a number of my guests that I posted there. So I think that, uh, I don't know, I like Richard Dawkins. I like his foundation. I find them yeah. more approachable than people would have you believe. Uh, the other one was uh, Michael Sherlock. He's an author I've had on quite early on. 
and uh, he's been featured a number of times for his articles there. Cool. Uh, so yeah, and Reap's uh, gotten into modern Satanism as a activism that's awesome for uh, you know secular values. Um, yeah, he's having a blast with that. <laughs> and Anton, actually, when we had him on back in episode four, um, he uh, I don't think he was even doing the uh, the asshole atheist show. I think he started that after that. So he's branched out a lot. He's already changed his name well, more than once. Atheist asshole was around way back when I started AMUs because he was yeah, there originally too. But it was just a, a vlog that he was doing at the time. I mean, like having guests on and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, then so he started having guests, started actually doing it on a regular basis. Then he's like, Somebody, I think somebody took his audio off of the videos he was making and would put them on iTunes, but the iTunes wouldn't accept atheist asshole because of the word asshole. Yeah. So he turned it without asking Anton. He just said atheist edited as a joke. Yeah. And Anton was like, "Hey, I like that. I think we're gonna yeah. switch the whole show over to that." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I like it, man. I like I like the fact that uh, the people that I don't like, I hear less and less about them because they just yeah. have bad attitudes, and the people well, I, I do them. like tend to be. I mean, I feel like that the populace is doing what I've been saying for a long time. Stop talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> like, if you don't want to hear about them, stop fucking bringing them up. And they will think, eventually fade to their own little fucking corners of their, their own little personal audiences. I think what Reap is doing is a good example that every now and then somebody takes it too far, and it's good mm -hmm. for, for people to take them on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, what he was doing was actually, actually detrimental. It wasn't like he was just saying dumb shit on Twitter. Yeah, and another example would be PZ Myers, the shit that he was doing to people. Yeah. They should be sued. They should be taken out of commission on that, that on that part because, I mean, there's a difference in talking shit online and actually causing detriment to someone's income, their life, yeah. their reputation, things like that that you can be slanderous or liable for. Yeah. And, I mean, just telling me that I'm a piece of shit on Twitter, I don't really take that seriously. If you start uh, calling people's work and posting dumb shit that's not fucking true and just lying, that's anything that's not subjective because that's – Did you hear uh, Did you hear what was going on in Calgary a while back? Probably not. It's a comic expo. And uh, there's the Honey Badger Brigade, as they call themselves. They raised uh, about $10,000 in people giving them money for them all to fly down there, uh, have a table at the, I think it's a whole weekend. So it's it's like uh, Comic-Con, only it's in Calgary. So okay. cows and stuff, I guess, are there. Okay. And <laughs> Anyways, the lady who started Honey Badger, who, who started all this arranging, got all the money together and stuff, uh, she ha she actually writes her own comic book. She has her own comic book. She's a creator. And while they were there, um, so they set up their, their booth. I guess they had a picture up that was pro Gamergate and it was about not having censorship. That was the point of why they were there. That's what they're standing for is don't have censorship. And I guess some people saw it and they got angry. And then later that, that night, there was a panel talking about feminism in comic books. And she asked if she could answer a question about, uh, MRAs and their point of view. They said, sure, go ahead, panel. And so she answered and there was no screaming and yelling. There's an audio recording of it. And then on Twitter, a few people went on there and complained that they were harassing people, which they were not. And then without even talking to them, they came down, made them close their booth, kicked them out, no refund. I would fucking see the shit out of them. Uh, they are <laughs> raising money for a lawyer. Um, because in Canada, we have we have our constitution, right? And the Charter of Rights is the section that talks about your rights not being discriminated against. And at first, people were like, well, it's a private business. But guess what? They get funding from the government. So, <laughs> so they have to abide by those laws. That's right. So I hope they sue them and they put them on a business and somebody else can do the uh, expo there next year. Yeah. Yes, we're finished. Oh my god, the suspense is killing me. 